Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there. Telling me I got to beware. I think it's time we stop, children. What's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Battle lines being drawn. Nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Young people speaking their minds are getting so much resistance from behind. Time we stop. Hey, what's that sound? What's going down? What a field day for the heat A thousand people in the street Singing songs and they carry inside Mostly say hooray for our side It's time we stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Into your life it will creep It starts when you're always afraid You may come and take you away You better stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going, you better stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going, you better stop Now, what's that sound? Everybody look Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 191 of the Exceptional Scribbles Show. I am your host, Sage the Poet, and it gives me great pleasure to come again on a terrific Tuesday night to bring nothing less than the best programming to our listening audience. Thank you to all of our listeners on the East Coast, the West Coast, in the South, and far up North, 
We appreciate your love. We appreciate your support. For tonight's show, listen close. I'm going to give you an itinerary to follow. Here's the details. And, of course, in the event that you do not have your note-taking supplies, now is the time to get them because you will definitely acquire a lot a, a lot of good resource information as you tune in. For tonight's show, the exclusive interview hour begins now, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> the topic, <laughs> excuse me, the topic is freedom killers in politics. Yes, we're going to cover some very essential information. Freedom killers in politics, ladies and gentlemen. And we want you to hear us, hear the words that I am expressing, but listen well to the information disclosed during the open forum discussion, which will happen in a matter of a few minutes. The focus is Team Earth and Conservation Concepts. Yes, you heard me correctly. The focus for tonight's exclusive interview hour is Team Earth and Conservation Concepts. Yes, yes, yes. Very important. If you are not a member of Team Earth, once you have heard the information that will be shared tonight by a Team Earth member, I guarantee you this. You will have to say the following. Why am I not yet a member? Okay? So, listen well and be attentive. You will learn about why it's essential to be a Team Earth member. Next, our special guest in the spotlight during the exclusive interview hour is the feature artist, Mr. John Paul Jack Harris, Jr. Yes. And, of course, Mr. John Paul Jack Harris, Jr. is no stranger to the Exceptional Scribble Shows panel. So, listen well to what I'm about to say. You are in for an informative forum tonight, ladies and gentlemen, one where you will find there's a lot of information that you have not always known, and you are privileged. If you're tuning in tonight, you are privileged because you're not having to pay what some will have to pay to gather this information. And it's going to be given out in a generous amount. Okay? So you're going to get a lot of information. So I want you to listen attentive, take good notes, 
and call in. Here's the call in information. Our call in number is 724 444 7444. I repeat, 724 444 7444. And the show's ID number is 133193. Then press the pound key. I repeat, the show's ID number is 133. One nine three, and then press the pound key. Also, if you are if you are calling in tonight and you are not currently a member of TalkShoe, TalkShoe.com is the internet server that this program is featured through. So, if you are not a member of TalkShoe, you will have to enter as a guest. So when you are asked for a PIN number, you would simply press 1 on your phone keypad and then press the pound key. Press 1 and then press the pound key. And I want to say to all, thank you. Thank you for writing that information down if you did not receive it prior to now. So thank you for those who have accessed the Exceptional Scribble Show via the Internet by going to our homepage on TalkShoe.com. And, of course, when you go to TalkShoe.com, on the tab provided where the show's idea is asked, you would simply type in 133. One nine three, and then the pound key. Press enter, and you will then navigate from the search engine to our home page. And there you will be able to join the chat room. Yes, I am currently now in the chat room. And if there's anyone that would like to join me, feel free to do so. Also, if you would like to communicate with the show's feature artists and special guests, <coughs> and you don't want to call in, <coughs> excuse me, you can do that through the chat room. Simply type your questions, and I will relay or convey them to our feature artists tonight. <coughs> Thank you very much. At this time, we're going to take a music break, and then when we return, we will begin the exclusive interview hour with our special guest and feature artist in the spotlight, Mr. John Paul Jack Harris. Ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> The song is entitled Painted Black. I'm sorry. 
The song is about the Vietnam War, and it's entitled Painted Black by the Rolling Stones. Thank you. Okay, that song again was entitled 
Painted Black by the Rolling Stones, and it was in honor of the Vietnam War. And I want to dedicate that song to all Vietnam vets. And at this particular time, we're going to take a moment of silence in acknowledgement of all of the fallen who did sacrifice their lives in the Vietnam War. Thank you, everyone. At this time, we are going to transition to the portion of the program, which is the exclusive interview. Yes, this is that moment, ladies and gentlemen. So I need for you to gather your pens, pencils, iPads, notebooks, whatever you use to take good notes because the information that will be disclosed is good resource information. You will benefit from hearing all of it. And you will want to reference this information because it will prove very beneficial to you and for you to share with others. So at this time, I am now rolling the red carpet, and turning the spotlight onto the feature artist and special guest of tonight's program, episode 190 of the Exceptional Scribble Show. And again, for all those, some of you who might have just tuned in for tonight, The special guest in the spotlight during the exclusive interview hour, which is now, is the feature artist John Paul Jack Harris, Jr. And here's some information about the author. John Paul Jack Harris, Jr. is a conservationist, a wildlife preservationist, NRA member, Team Earth member, published author, lecturer, and so much more. And if you would like to read his full biography, it is available on his webpage online. And that webpage is, is www.jackswildlifedreams.com, ladies and gentlemen. Now, without any further ado, <laughs> We will now begin the exclusive interview with Mr. Harris. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show again, Mr. Harris. Thank you very much, Francine. Uh, It's such an honor to be on this show and have my suggestions uh, listened to. Uh, I I don't tell anyone how to do or what to do. I'm asking for you to listen to the information that I have and make your own decisions. Thank you. Thank you. And indeed, it is truly an honor for us to have you on again. Every time we've had you on the panel, we have always gained much good insight in reference to 
our perspective on preserving the planet, saving the planet, um, wildlife, and uh, politics, war, um, our right to bear arms, so many things, so many things. We always have a wholesome discussion whenever you're on the panel. So what we're going to do is as follows. We'll begin with the interview. And my first question for you is, if you can share with our listeners, share with our listeners about a project that you have currently launched. And it's on the lines of a proposal where you are challenging every human, it doesn't matter where in the world they reside, to come together on a specific day and to unite for peace. If you can share with everyone how um, you came about devising or the development of such a plan and what it all entails, now is the time for you to do so, and thank you in advance. Uh, well, a couple, uh, in 2010, I contacted the American press, Al Jazeera, as many different press outfits as I could, and I requested on the first day of 2010 to have people hold hands around the world in a display of peace. There are far more good people in every country in the world than there are bad people. We have, I'm hoping that on the 1st of January of 2018, uh, that there are worldwide demonstrations in every capital and every country in the world for the good people of the world to hold hands to show that they want peace in this world. Mm-hmm. I suggest I suggest the capitals of the countries mm-hmm. and the cemeteries where their soldiers have been killed, have been buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, right across the street from my house, is the Cathedral Cemetery in Scranton, Pennsylvania. There are uh, I helped flag those cemetery those soldiers' graves in that cemetery. There are twelve thousand American soldiers from all of the wars. It's a very old cemetery, and I'm sorry about the hiccups. Uh, that's a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I helped flag the 12,000 flags in the cemetery as veterans' uh, standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year, I, when I did that in 2010, I realized that the press of all the nations don't really want peace in this world. They want people blowing up, people being burned, uh, maniacs running around, uh, gunning down, gunning down people, gunning down defenseless people. That sells newspapers. That sells newspaper. That sells television time, radios. Uh, the good people of the world pay the price for uh, the bad politicians that have been able to force themselves to the top. 
Uh, Hitler is the best example. He disarmed the German, German people. Three years later, he started a war that probably cost one in every ten Germans at least their lives before it was over. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, what we want is just civilians from all the different countries to, to hold hands for peace in and around their capital or in the cemeteries where their soldiers have been born. And I hope that the, if enough of people do this, the press will cover it. And uh, one of the reasons I believe that the war is nearly at its end is because I don't believe that the rulers of China, America, or Japan, or China, or China uh, Russia, do really believe that nuclear weapons are an optional, an option in war. They are far too destructive. Uh, I believe that the mm-hmm. Chinese government has uh, enough of, enough of nuclear energy sitting on the sidelines to. Uh, destroy the world two or three times if all their weapons exploded in a week's time. America probably has enough of nuclear weapons to destroy the world three or four times. Russia mm-hmm. may have enough of nuclear weapons to destroy the world five times, but there's only one world. If you took the combined radiation of all of 200 nuclear high-yield nuclear weapons, you would see the devastation of this world. The only people yeah. who would survive that are living underground, living under rocks. And mm-hmm. they're sentencing their civilian population to a horrible death from nuclear radiation. Any more than 200, just multiply the, dis- the, the damage done. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that's, that's one of the things about... Uh, uh, I'm asking for that worldwide demonstration. Uh, if you have friends or ne- friends or in, in other countries, ask them to do it. I can't do much alone. Francine is helping, and uh, yeah. but asking people to stand, hold hands with peace around the world the first day of January, 2018. I believe that it would snowball year after year, to where it would be a, a a political message no political person could ignore. If yes. if, if it happen if if we can get it started in two eighteen, it will last forever, and it will be effective. I honestly believe that. Well, and thank you for giving. Me. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Um, Thank you, because truly, we need world peace. That is definitely something that every man, every woman, boy, and girl should advocate for. And the more of us that do this, I think the better and the closer we can get to actually experiencing that, which is world peace. So um, I commend you. I commend you on um, thinking 
And um, not just thinking about what can you do to help uh, this planet, but being about it, being about it, and coming up with an excellent idea, something that's doable for everyone. I'm sure that everybody that wants to be a part of this can, and it's not hard today considering this is a digital era that we all live in and we have now we have cell phones that have cameras where we can record um each group can record make records and video themselves uniting for peace and then they can upload it onto YouTube and share share that experience where other viewers can see it, and it's something that I think is noteworthy, it's positive, it's proactive, and the more people that do it, we can um, set a trend, as you were saying. You know, um, it can be like a snowball effect where it's something that's carried on from year to year, okay? So this is definitely the time and the season to uh, jumpstart and promote it. So I'm glad, Mr. Harris, that you uh, gave this program's format and platform the opportunity to be one of the first to have you to announce this publicly on the radio show. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. And we will definitely do our part. We're going to do our part and promote it. And we definitely will make sure that we upload the videos and have others to do the same onto YouTube. And we want it to be a uh, an annual event. We want this to become an annual event <laughs> That's that people That's engage prayer. in. Yes, indeed. And thanks so much for, again, even suggesting locations where people can gather. I thought that was uh, brilliant on your part. And can you share, again, uh, those suggestions with everyone? Because I know people are taking notes at this time and writing things down. So if you would be well, as kind as to share those suggestions of places well, where people can unite for peace, that would be marvelous. Thank you. In or around the capitals of the country would be my first choice. In the capitals of the different states of the different countries, uh, mm -hmm. that would also snowball down. Uh, but maybe most important of those suggestions is the cemeteries where each nation's soldiers have been buried. They died for peace. Every one of those uh, uh, military cemeteries is a plea for peace. Every one of those people who are crying from the grave, peace in the world. Mm. And that is uh, a fact. America's, America's servicemen say a, a global force for peace, uh, a global force for good. Uh, I believe that the American soldier is the hope of the world. And it has been since World War II, at least. It was actually the Hope of the, hope of the World founded 
by the founding fathers of this country. If I could do one thing, I would return America to the the ideals of the founding fathers of America. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Um, can you can you also share with everyone we have for our topic this evening freedom killers. Uh, for example, in politics, can you share um, whether you agree with that statement, and if so, give some examples for our listeners. Absolutely. Um, the founding fathers, when the, when the founding fathers wrote the Constitution of the United States, I believe they wrote the most important things first. They wrote, we the people. The second most important thing to the founding fathers of America was the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Who were the freedom killers? The freedom killers are any politician that wants to take your guns away from you. They want to take the guns away from the good people like Hitler did and he, they want America to be a land of sheep led by their government's nose. Uh, there is more than a little evidence that that may not be a very good idea. Uh, um, America's well-armed civilian population is and always has been America's greatest true strength. We do have a marvelous military we do have a marvelous police force. Uh, one of the things about the police, uh, they do a, a thousand things a day that bring no rep, no press uh, to them. No, they don't get credit at all for the big good things that the police and the sheriff's deputies do. Uh, let them let, a, let one policeman make one mistake. National news everywhere, everywhere. Uh, the, the hundreds of thousands of very good policemen don't get the credit they should have. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, state, uh, my my verbally adopted daughter, uh, 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 I'm, so, I'm sorry, this happens to me once in a while, but she is Pennsylvania State Police woman Jessica Wickheiser, now Jessica Tobin. Mm-hmm. And she just got married last year. Um, but, oh, congratulations uh, to her! Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a waterfall resort in uh, Chester. Uh, mm. But um, what I wanted to say is, she is now recognized as one of the best handgun, rifle, and 12 gauge shooters in the state police in the Philadelphia area. And. Uh, um, she, as I say, I feel about Jessica like I would if uh, if she were my daughter. She's not. She's Mark Wickheiser's daughter, who is now, by the way, uh, I, I refer to him in my book as Mark the Fisherman Wickheiser. He is now Mark the Professional Elk Hunting Guide uh, mm. in Benazette, near Benazette, Pennsylvania. He 
represents big bull outfitters. So he is not just Mark the Fisherman Wickheiser. Uh, he is now a professional hunting guide right here in the state. I, I know the founders of the uh, Big Bull Outfitters in Benazette, and they each sleep and drink Big Bull elk like I used to eat, sleep, and drink, and still do, uh, uh, big white-tail bucks. Mm. Uh, but, uh, and so that's just a recommendation for anybody that can get an elk permit in Pennsylvania. They know every inch of their territory. They know what the laws are. They go strictly by the laws. And uh, hunting has been the best part of my life. Uh, hunting and my right to keep and bear arm, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to give that past that to the future. The future, the, the freedom killers. Hillary Clinton was a master freedom killer. She wants all the bad guys to, to keep their guns, take the guns away from the good people. Uh, there are massive amounts of, of uh, evidence that. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Clinton is more like Don Carleone in a dress. Mm. Uh, it has lived the life of a Don Carleone in a dress. Mm. Uh, her people can do anything they want. I have recently become aware of the shadow government that really, honestly, controls the yeah. American government. It mm-hmm. is. It's hard to believe. It is. It's probably as bad as anything China or Russia could come up with. The shadow government. It's a joke. No one is above the law. If no one was above the law, Hillary Clinton would be in jail long ago. If no one was above the law, President Obama leaves the Oval Office with microphones in. And he gets caught. He is walking the streets today. Uh, oh, by the way, I voted for Obama in the second term. When he was when he was elected in the first term, I thought things are now right with America. Mm-hmm. A black man is the president of the United States. A black man has been the military commander of the United States. Right. Uh, you know, you know. I've said many times on the show. There's only one race on this planet. It is the human race. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a man or you're a woman. That's the only thing that matters. These race questions on these uh, job applications are pure bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. They should be eliminated from the. Uh, I you're agree. a man. You're a woman. That's, that's all that matters. I, I know. Being a member of the Unification Church for the last few years, uh, being an observer of the the Unification Church, almost every week I meet uh, people from around the world. I meet people from Japan. I meet people from a sailor from Japan, a military uh, officer in the Egyptian army in 2000 in uh, the 60s when the Six-Day War occurred with Israel. I know now that in every war that's ever fought, there are very good people on every side believing and following their government's point. That's all That's all yeah. the military does. It, it follows, and in some cases, it's uh, uh, 
I'd like to, I'd like to see America return to having a mil, having a military that is capable of throwing back anything. But I don't believe we should be so anxious to use it uh, as we have been in the past. Uh, but of course, I was given a veteran supporter of the year in Pennsylvania, and I honestly believe that I deserve that. I. The American soldier is the hope of the world. I say that. I believe it. Uh, mm. That's powerful. The soldiers don't pick their wars. Only a, it's amazing how small a group of people in any country that starts a war, how small the group is that decides there's going to be a war between two countries. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably less than a hundred thousand in America. Uh, probably less than a hundred thousand in Russia and China would right. start a war that will kill millions if it happens. Mm-hmm. I and agree. A high percentage of those deaths are the civilian good people that didn't want war, didn't didn't care. All they wanted to do was live their lives, enjoy their lives with their families, and. Uh, they'd, they'd be they'd be the sacrificial lamb of the world, right? If, yes. if it mm. Well, <clears throat> I want to say on behalf of our listening audience, thank you, and on behalf of the panel of the Exceptional School Show, who will be arriving as soon as possible, um, and I'm referring to the co-host and our supporting host. Mm-hmm. Um, co-host would be Warrioress, Queen Zephora Thalman. Supporting host is Donaldson Flowtime. Um, we thank you because you gave us very plentiful, this, a, a very plentiful and clear and concise definition and full description of what you meant. Uh, by our topic, which is freedom killers um, in politics. And now we're going to shift from the topic to the focus, which is Team Earth and Conservation Concepts. So at this time, I want to read some information that I have that you shared about Team Earth. And I took this information from off your website. And and this is what it reads. It's saying, uh, Jack continues to hunt and will continue to hunt for the rest of his life. He usually just takes his rifle for a walk as he rarely shoots anything anymore. <clears throat> Jack is trying to leave the world in a better place because he lives. Jack is spearheading a new promotion called Team Earth. And now I'm going to ask if you, uh, Mr. Jack Harris, Jr., if you can share with our listeners what Team Earth is. What is this initiative referred to as Team Earth and also why it is essential to support this cause and how one can become a member of Team Earth? Thank you. Well, 
I had a long, uh, not too long ago. I had Team Earth conservation shirts made, uh, and I had different animals on them. And yes. I told uh, one of the one one of the primary animals is the American bald eagle. Mm-hmm. When an eagle soars, he sees all the time here. That's why he's there, and he represents the need for clean water, clean air, clean air. I'm sorry, clean air. Mm. Uh, on, the, on the bottom of the shirt is the blue whale, the largest creature ever to inhabit the earth. Very, very rare animal, but mm-hmm. he, he, he's the largest creature, and he represents the need for clean water. In one of my poems I wrote, and one of the things I wrote, I wrote that every stream, creek, and river flows into nature's heart, the oceans of the world. That was the birth of all life on earth because they, it was life on earth was created in clean water, unpolluted. Uh, mm. Now, uh, there, I think America is making a very good chance of cleaning up its mess, but some of the other third world countries continue to just... Uh, Build poisons into the into the world. Example, right. an example actually was Japan, who had millions of gallons of radioactive waste from an earthquake. But they had to get rid of it. What do we do with it? Well, we'll dump it in the ocean. How unfortunate! Pretend pretending that it went away. That water is so polluted out there somewhere. Mixing with the clean water in here, on here. Uh, oh my! Uh, I learned to scuba dive because it mm-hmm. gave me more than the other half of the world to look at. And yeah. I'm proud to say I have more than a hundred hours under the ocean, and I wish mm. I had more, far more than that. Wow! But the team Earth concept, concept. Uh, the other, the other two animals that I'd like to mention. Uh, one is the tiger. He is probably the most endangered of our large predatory mm-hmm. animals. What a, what, a, what a terrible thing it is if there is no free-roaming tigers in this world. Mm. Uh, the bear on my Team Earth shirt represents the strength of a Team Earth effort that is required to take many, many species into the future. Uh, my Mother Earth poem was a warning to the future. And if you don't mind, I'm going to recite that. Oh, thank you. I have before, but I, I want to get... This is very, very important to me. It accurately describes the coming effects of global warming. <coughs> it was published in 2007 in my book, Mother Earth, A Warning to the Future. For billions of years, she has circled the sun, creating conditions for us to have our fun. The great dinosaurs were in our way. A cosmic accident caused their dismay. With these huge beasts, humans would not have lasted. An asteroid landed, and their world blasted. In the extinction, they went their way. Now conditions were right for our first day. Mother continued to make things right, for humans to evolve from the cosmic night, if she knew what we would do, 
she would have stopped and thought things through. But we have put her in such a bind, she may now think she lost her mind. Her children she fed for a million years. Now she may drown us with her tears. The ice is melting and may disappear. The surface of the sea will swallow cities year after year. The storms will grow in size and power. The rain will increase by the hour. The coral reefs have no longer will no longer bloom. The heated water will lead to their doom. Very few species can change this fast. Most of the others will breed their last. Dear mother, I cannot change the human race. Our intelligence may not keep us from failing in disgrace. Uh, I wrote that poem in 2006. Mm. Uh, have, have, has anyone ever heard of a storm like Harvey absorbing and dumping 50 inches of rain in Texas? Mm-hmm. The storms will grow in size and power. The rain will increase by the hour. Uh, uh, the other storm that followed followed Harvey over on the Bahamas. Thirty-seven rain. inches of rain. Mm-hmm. The warmer the Earth's atmosphere becomes, the more water vapor it can absorb. Uh, that's why the, the warming wa- uh, vapors, the, the warming of the Earth's air, makes these storms absorb more and more and more water. And we're in the sixth mass extinction of species known to Earth that are that we know that there's been six massive extinctions of Earth of animals and species. Mm-hmm. Uh, this what what nobody else is saying is that this mass extinction is almost completely because of human habitation of this planet. Uh, and that's why I say it will take a Team Earth effort, a huge effort. I am hoping to have, at some point in time, a conservation program under a Team Earth conservation event where the children are bust into these events and every conservation movement has their own display of what they're trying to do for the Earth's environment. Uh, right. It's a, it's, I'm hoping for a worldwide effort on that on that scale too, because only mm-hmm. huge numbers of people, each focusing on their part of conservation, is the is the only way that this can really be advanced rapidly. I'm hoping young people will listen to these things and consider what I have to say, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm looking for a corporate sponsor for any of those possible, uh, that Team Earth concept, mm-hmm. where we invite all of the conservation efforts under one roof so they can each display their what they're trying to do for their particular niche in the world. Awesome. Now, if an organization wants to get involved, uh, should they email you for more details, or should they visit your web page? Can you share that oh, information well, at this uh, time? Uh, please, please, please visit the website. As many people as would, 
please visit the website and uh, almost everything that's important to me is uh, on my website. The certificate for Ambassador for Peace gave me the fantasy that I could affect the future of the world. That's exactly what I'm trying to do with Team Earth Conservation. That's exactly what I'm trying to do with the uh, gun rights, the the strong belief in the the more good people that have guns, the better off we are. America is. The stronger every person that learns to shoot a gun safely, goes through the background checks that the NRA recommends, uh, every person makes America stronger. Every day I go to the rifle range, I meet people who are teaching people now. People are really starting to get into the fact that good people should have and carry firearms to defend themselves and possibly the people around them. It takes it takes four it takes four deaths for a shooting to go down as a mass murder. If Wayne Lapierre's good guy is there, has been there in those mass shootings, uh, the first shot would have identified the shooter. The second shot would have probably been unavoidable. The third shot would have been Wayne's good guy with a gun. No mass shooting. No four people died. If enough of good people were were owning and carrying guns. One of the things I like to point out, too, is that if you're afraid of the gangs in the area where you live and you don't do anything about it, you pass that same fear to your children and your grandchildren. Uh, if If you want to volunteer information about things that are going wrong, drug dealers, whatever you see, uh, pass the information to your clergy, your your ministers and your priests and your rabbis. They will pass it on to the people who need to know about these things. Affirmative. And I can make a difference. It would give me a chance to make a difference if some of these things would happen. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Jack. Um, also, I want to share with our listeners that Jack is available for lectures on Team Earth Conservation and World Peace, supporting veterans and police in America. He will also sing the song America and Peace that he wrote and published in 2007. Lectures will also include his stand-up comedy routine and the poems he has written. And at this time, uh, uh, Mr. Harris, I would like to request of you if you would like to share your song, which is entitled I wrote. I am very proud of this song. I believe every word of it. Uh, One of the lines you will hear is, uh, our uh, our earth is but a a cinder orbiting Mm -hmm. in space. If you you want to know how big the earth really is, I ask everybody to look at the planet Venus, the evening star. Venus Mm -hmm. and its atmosphere are roughly the same size as earth and its atmosphere. So 
If you're looking back from Venus toward Earth, all you would see is that little tiny dot in all the rest of the night sky. Then look at the rest of the night sky. Mm-hmm. And you'll see how small this world really is in the scheme of the universe. That's the wow. clearest demonstration. But America and peace. Yes. And, and I, I have sang this at veterans' events in the Scranton area, Dixon City, uh, and I have gotten virtually standing ovations from the veterans of America. Mm-hmm. God has blessed America, and I believe he always will, as long as we stand with justice on top of every hill. Our soldiers are the best of us. They stand at freedom's right. Honor is their cornerstone, the laws their guiding light. The insanity of war is nearly at its end. I believe the world will find a way for all men to be friends. God has blessed America, and I believe he always will, as long as we stand with justice on top of every hill. A mother's tears are all the same. When the soldiers fall, if they will cry together, the world will heed their call. When all men understand their song, I'll know it shows the way to honor justice, peace on earth, and all men's better day. God bless the world with peace and America, my home. And when I sing that song, I always reinforce the last line. God, please bless the world with peace and America, my home. Yes, yes, beautiful. And I love that you end it with that prayer, that solemn prayer, because that should definitely be our heart's cry, um, that we are seeking for that, that peace on earth that only... Only the divine can grant us. And thank you for redirecting, I'm sure, some of us, because sometimes people can um, be pessimistic because, of course, in a lot of circumstances or situations, it seems like the negative gets hyped up more than the positive is accentuated. So when we hear songs, of hope like that one and songs of, um, you know, songs that give us encouragement like that one, uh, that grants us a strength, an inner strength to not quit or to not give in to the pressures or the negative adversity that we're facing, but to pioneer forward and to know that, yes, If we want peace bad enough and we unite for it, we'll have it. But we We can't do it by ourselves. That's right. Uh, One thing, uh, there is a sleeping giant in the the race for peace or the uh, the question of peace. And that sleeping Mm -hmm. giant is the mothers and the fathers who have lost their sons and children to war. Mm. If they would unite their voice, no more wars. In every country, 
Mm-hmm. We can have peace in this world very, very shortly. Wow. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Now, that's, a, uh, that's great. That's a great, that's a great iconic phrase, quote, and the statement of truth. And I'm hoping that everyone listening takes that message to heart because it is the truth. And share it with someone else. Please share it with others. Because sometimes, you know, when when tragedy strikes and it hits home, uh, we die inside and we kind of close ourselves off from the world instead of uniting with others. That's what the mothers and fathers do. They cry in their sleep. They must cry out loud. They must unite their voice. And we could have peace in this world very, very shortly. That's right. There's Last strength in numbers. Long Unity long. is key. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Jack Harris, Jr. This is powerful, this this presentation tonight, this interview. This is powerful because it's empowerment. Uh, the truth empowers. Many people sometimes don't know what is the truth about situations. They've heard so much propaganda and so much that's not true, they tend to fall for it. They tend to think that what's not fact is the truth. But when you hear the truth, it gives you that extra inner strength where you know, okay, there is hope and listen, I can do something about my situation. I don't have to think. I can swim. I can rise above whatever the struggle is. So thank you for empowering the listeners tonight and giving hope to those that were hopeless and feeling hopeless. Um, Now, if you could be as kind as to share about your book, because we definitely like to promote good literature on this platform, The Exceptional School Show. So if you would be as kind as to share with everyone some uh, what you feel is pertinent information about your book entitled Beyond My Wildest Dreams, which I'm recommending to all listeners to add to their in-house library if they haven't already, because I know I have said this in the past on this show, but I want to remind them if they haven't, and for those that are first-time listeners at this time, I want to challenge you. You need to add this book. It's entitled Beyond My Wildest Dreams by John Paul Jack Harris, Jr. This is a must-read. You must add it to your in-house library. And, Mr. Harris, I'm passing the mic to you now so you can share with everyone pertinent information about this book. Hunting was very, very important to me. And I wanted to learn as much as I possibly could about bears and bear hunting. Uh, I called Dr. Gary Alt, who was the Pennsylvania wildlife black bear biologist on the phone at the time. Mm-hmm. I called him one year and asked him, asked him if he would take me to den. I called him a second year and asked him. Both times he told me he had lots of people that wanted to go, and if I really wanted to go, I should call him. Again, uh, when I called the third year, 
I told him that I hadn't called a lot. I said, but this is the third year that I've asked to go. He says, if you have been calling me for three years, he said, would you come to my house tomorrow morning? He said, I'm going to take you to a bear's den. Mm. After that, he couldn't chase me away with a stick. I called him. <laughs> I would call him, call him two or three times a, di- a week uh, to ask. After I had handled the bear cubs the first day with him, uh, anesthetized the mother, all the bear, almost all the bear photographs. If you see me with a bear in my in my book, uh, that bear is anesthetized. An hour later, he gets up and walks away and lives his life. Uh, the bear, the, the book is true about all of the things that I have done. Uh, yeah. If somebody added up the days that I spent with Gary Alt and his crew. I would probably have more seniority than most of the rest of his crew hmm. because I did it for years. And mm-hmm. he helped me. He, 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 didn't, he didn't tell me what bears do. We went into the field and we took our cameras and we filmed mother bears with cubs. Uh, if a bear shows aggression, you simply show counter-aggression back to it Pretend you're tougher than that bear and yell. I would yell, no, no, no. Uh, in all four encounters that I've had with bears running right straight at me, all I did was stand still. They run up about 20 or 30 feet away from you, slam on the brakes, pop their teeth, show you how tough they are, and turn around and walk away. And that includes the brown bear in the last. Uh, and the other three were mothers with cubs here in Pennsylvania. If they get closer than that 20 or 30 feet and you still feel threatened, wave your arms above your head. I would yell very, very sharply, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. This is almost bulletproof to a bear. They have a natural fear of a human being. Anyone who tries, your instinct is to turn and run. That... uh, uh, a, bear can, a bear can run down an Olympic sprinter in a heartbeat if it decides to do it. Uh, there's no way you can get away from it if you're out anywhere away, but you don't have to. By facing the bear and showing him that you're tougher than he is, he'll believe it and he'll leave you alone. In almost all cases. Mm. You can never say never. You can never say always. And it works for sharks with me, too. Uh, by waving my arms at a shark, the only time I had an aggressive action by a shark in, at Socorro Island uh, in the Pacific, uh, a white-tipped shark swam around me a couple of times real fast and was jawing, giving him a, a classic attack display, and I waved my arms at him and blew bubbles into my mask, and he decided to go eat some fairy shell. That's one of the stories in the book. Wow. Outstanding. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard straight from the author's mouth himself. This book is one that will take you on a great adventure. Some of us have yet to experience the great outdoors to the extent that this man has. And I'm telling you, if you see what he has seen through his eyes, you will not be the same. You will have the right regard and high-level respect 
for our mother earth and nature itself. So thanks uh, again, um, Mr. Harris. Have, um, I appreciate it. you have time for me to recite, listen to the I do, and I was going to go to that next, but I first wanted to ask you if you could share with everyone about the um, award that you are re- recipient of. You received it in the month of December, I believe, on December 2nd, 2011, the Ambassador for Peace Award from the Universal Peace Federation. At that time, I believed that was the highest possible award I could ever be given. But not too long ago, I received a Veteran Supporter of the Year in Pennsylvania Award from Help Hospitalize Veterans or Vital Veterans in Defense of Liberty. Mm. Uh, the ambassador for peace is worldwide, and I'm extremely proud to have that on my resume. But yeah. veteran supporter of the year for Pennsylvania, I just can't, I just can't tell you how much that that award means to me. Uh, in 2015, I received from one of the veterans organizations. You have been nominated a Patriot of 2015. Mm. When I when I opened that envelope and looked at that certificate, I said, could this happen for me? I'm not even a vet. I haven't right. had the real bullets coming in and the real bullets going out. A mm-hmm. Patriot of the Year. My hands shook, my eyes watered. Mm. Then, I, then I received another one. Uh, from the same organization in 2017, and I'm, I'm hoping for another one at some point, but to be recognized as a patriot of America and a veteran supporter, I am so proud of those things. Uh, I, can't, I can't tell you. Uh, oh, I can hear I the sincerity of your voice. Wonderful, wonderful news, wonderful news. And um, we, too, celebrate with you. We are in acknowledgement of you receiving such a honor. It couldn't have happened for a better um, citizen. And we know that you earned it. And um, I'm trying to live up to it. I'm trying to live up to those awards. Yes, and that's powerful that's, right there that you're pursuing um, just confirming that, yes, you were the right recipient to receive that award. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm going to ask at this time, I have the co-host of the Exceptional Civil Show, uh, Warrioress, Warrioress Queen, Zipporah Thelman, on the call. And I'm going to ask her, might she have a question or two, or maybe a comment or remark for our future artists in the spotlight. All right. Thank you, uh, Duchess Fran. And how is everyone tonight? I'm fine, and I'll let the future artist speak (laughs) for himself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 actually I actually had a rough physical day. I told Francine this before the show started. Uh but now that my health is sliding backwards, I'm really 
really proud that I put that book out. The book is true word for word, letter for letter. I wrote it when I actually had a memory. Uh, that's highly questionable now. I, if you if you ask me something I wrote in 2007, I can recite it. If you ask me about last week, I have to stumble through it and probably won't get it right. Mm-hmm. But uh, because of my, because of my health issues now, and because right. I'm an old man, I'm worn out. That's basically what it says. <laughs> and uh, uh, but I'm glad I have these things out and. Having these having these awards on my resume and my website, jackswildlifedreams.com, uh, I just feel fantastic about it. And it's an ongoing process. I'm always adding uh, causes that are, in, as soon as I get a cause that is mm-hmm. important to me, I, I open a link from my website to that website so that they can get their words spread out. I'm just oh, okay. helping them advertise yes, uh, helping things that I believe are other worthwhile. Now that's grand uh, that you would do that. So many of us, you know, a lot of times we're more consumed with our own vision and promoting our own cause, and we do very little of helping others to promote their causes. So um, again, we thank you for shedding light on something that more of us need to be doing for sake of helping others. That is that is the truth of altruism. And mm-hmm. altruism is more than just um, donating funds or monetary substances. It's also when you give of your time and your energy to help promote causes that benefit others. So you are definitely an altruist at heart or altruistic in heart. No one can do enough, but together Mm -hmm. we can do a lot. That's right. uh, We need need, need to unite the efforts of all the organizations for conservation we need to unite all the all the country, all the citizens of the world, in a peace effort that no politician could have, could have, could ignore. Mhm. Well said. Well, Warriors uh, Queen, Deport Thelman, if you have a question for our future artists, or if you just have a comment and remark, uh, now is the time, and I'm handing the mic to you. All right. Thank you again, Duchess Fran. Uh, you're I, welcome. Yeah, right. I don't have a comment or a, well, I don't have a question or a comment, but what I'm looking at now is, oh, here, I found it. What it was is that the Wilderness Society has sent me this email with mm-hmm. the know that there is a poor. We're getting closer to our goal of raising $100,000 by the end of Giving Tuesday but we still need your help. We need 1,257 more wilderness lovers like you to donate $35 or more to reach our goal. Your donation today funds what we expect to be the biggest conservation battle of our lives in 2018. Will you join the fight? (laughs) Bonus, 
Every dollar you contribute today will be tripled by a generous matching donor. Take advantage of this extraordinary opportunity to triple your impact. Triple your donation now. What does your donation save? Many of your favorite wild places are facing extraordinary pressure from big oil, the fossil fuels industry, and anti-conservation members of Congress. The closer we get to reaching our goal, the better equipped we'll be to protect your American wildlands. Every donation you make helps, one, protect the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge in Alaska and its polar bears and caribou from Carabao, excuse me, from the dangers of drilling. Number two, conserve Bears Ears Nation, excuse me, National Monument in Utah, protecting it from being shrunk down and sold out to private profiteers for drilling. Number three, preserve the Grand Canyon watershed, which is in danger of being mined for uranium. Number four. I rafted, the Grand, Can- I rafted the Grand Canyon in the early 80s, and it was a magnificent okay. trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, right hey. now, I think, go ahead. Oh, I just said thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right now it's becoming an endangered species. Mm-hmm. Number four, save the Appalachian Trail from being crisscrossed which a pipeline for frack gas mm-hmm. transportation. And number five, defeat Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness in Minnesota, America's most visited wilderness area from being destroyed by sulfide or sulfide ore mining, S-O-O-R-E. The Given mm-hmm. Tuesday has never been more important than it is this year. The Trump administration has declared our nation's public land lands and waters open for business, particularly to oil and gas companies. We cannot let Trump drill, develop, and destroy irreplaceable wild places. Will you help us donate today? Triple your impact now. And speaking of oil and gas, they are North America's natural resources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanks the for sharing that. Uh, would, would you ask them if they would open a link to my website so that I can help them publicize what they want to do. All right. Well, you know what? I can give you the website, the address. It's the Wilderness Society. It's members at TWS.org. Uh, TWS? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Members at TWS.org. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that's the Wilderness Society. Yes. Okay, I will open a link to their, to spread their world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wilderness. I, I don't have it on. I don't know why, but I don't. And tonight I know about it, and it will be done. I'll ask my website manager to link up with them uh, more. I get a lot of outdoor activity on my website. Mm-hmm. And uh, promoting things like the Wilderness Society is very, very important to me. Well, thanks so much, uh, Warrioress, Queens of Port Thelma. And I'm going to ask if you can inbox 
message me um, at your convenience via Facebook Messenger. Get that link, and I will make sure and advance it forward uh, to many others because the more the merrier as far as getting people to support that cause. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Here, you're welcome. Right. Here's another Yes, here's another um, website for the wildernesssociety.org. It's uh, wilderness.org, W-I-L-D-E-R-N-E-S-S dot O-R-G. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Thank wilderness. you. Wilderness.org, wilderness, org, wilderness society. Uh, but I'll try, I'll try to link up with uh, that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Just to the, just to help them, and if if other people that have websites would do this, maybe right. we can really make an impact an impact for them and for the net. Uh, I voted for Donald Trump. The election of Donald Trump was very important to me because I considered Hillary Clinton the uh, uh, killer killer of the wilderness or kill, killer of the freedom. Freedom killer. Freedom killer. Uh, I also want to mention that uh, it's hard to believe, but it's true, that John McCain, who was mm-hmm. imprisoned in North Vietnam under hellish conditions, came out of there as a national hero, and uh, now, after he wrote the, the defense initiative, which we have talked to on the show, about on the show before, where he gave the President of the United States, the same power that Saddam Hussein and Hitler would have had in their time, mm. uh, that where they could just erase people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what you, you call it indefinite suspension. Right. Uh, no lawyer, no nothing. He wrote that bill. This mm. is a freedom bill. He is now a freedom bill. And I voted There's for a, him. And, yeah. And, uh, uh, um, there's a saying for that when a person who wants themselves uh, experienced uh, such atrocities of, of a war and they were imprisoned and tortured and so forth, and then they in turn um, devise a scheme of plan, um, which pretty much is they, in a sense, become what they suffered under the, the the oppression and the oppressor um, that had them oppressed. Now they're in turn oppressing someone or other. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Can you get that, the name of that? The defense sure. initiative. It was in the defense yes. initiative of 2009 or 10, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's an actual name for that type of uh, mentality or behavior. Where yeah, it means it's for yeah, it's called, it's a psychological word. It's called mm-hmm. identifying with the aggressor. That's it. Mm-hmm. How sad, how tragic, right, when that happens. And a lot of times in those situations, the person, they do worse than what was done to them. And that's the tragedy in that. If somebody is erased from the population, no lawyer, no anything can happen to them. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I also want to add in America. In America, this was a this was a throw up law. This would this would make make most people, most Americans most Americans didn't know about it. It was the secret law of America for a while mm-hmm. until until Francine and I I talked about it and we uh, got it exposed. And uh, Dan Johnson, uh, a young boy. He was 18 years old at the time, caught it and saw it and stood up against it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he, was able to, he was able to get changes in it to where it's a very watered-down event now to what it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, indefinite suspension, uh, complete erasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, your wife wouldn't know. Your husband wouldn't know uh, where you were. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I want to. Uh, this is Warriors Queens report. There are two, you know, types of um, examples of that I found, that I found out about in both fiction and nonfiction. So uh-huh. I'm gonna start with nonfiction, and it was in the book "Not Without My Daughter" by Betty Mahmoudi. Mm-hmm. And when she was in Iran, and she met this Iranian woman who had said that her husband had gone out for one night to get vehicle for the get get gas for the vehicle, excuse me, but he never returned home. She didn't know what had happened to him, and so the police called and told her to pick up his vehicle, but they would not tell her where he was. And so when she found out what had happened was that, see, she and her husband had economic degrees from America, and so um, what it is was that people like her, like them, had scared the uh, government, and so they could, since they couldn't find him any, find anything to charge him with, they charged him with thinking against the government. Mm. What a delusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And uh, oh, before I continue, are there any questions or comments on that example? Mm. None at this time, unless Mr. Harris. This this. I, I believed at the time that this was the most un- un-American law ever written. Uh, it was it was just a small paragraph in a fifteen thousand page uh, defense bill, mm-hmm. and it was it was just snuck into into it. They they asked one of the one of the congressmen who voted on it uh, in a positive way, "Did you read the document?" He said, "Of course not. It's forty thousand pages or whatever the number was." Uh, so uh, 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 uh. Our, our our government officials voted for it because it was a national defense. That's a rubber stamp. It always has. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I'd point out is uh, I honestly believe that a huge part of our national debt is because of the greed of our defense contract. Uh. They know that they're they know that they're in a bottomless pit of money and they can charge almost any price if they produce a good product. I heard Donald Trump say that we produced the stealth bomber uh, bombers at a cost of thirty seven million dollars a copy. Russia, he said, this is Donald Trump's word, he said Russia produced a better one for two million dollars a copy. Well, you know what? This this is Warriors Queens, of course, Elman. Sounds mm-hmm. like, you know, the Cold War, you know, uh, reincarnation. Let me put it, resurrection is because we were in the arms race with Russia. 
Well, we're in, a, we're in an arms race with Russia and China. Uh, we know what we have, and we like to think that we have the best, but we don't know exactly or uh, uh, what the Chinese and the Russians are not stupid. They have good, solid science, and they know how to do things uh, very, very well. And, but the thing is, the thing is that I'm hoping that this ambassador, this worldwide demonstration for peace, if it would, if it could happen would happen in Russia and China. I, I, I know there's risk involved in that, uh, but if enough of people did it, it would be a political statement that no one could destroy. They couldn't okay. move against that many of their civilians. And, you know, the and they have of the to national... accept the demonstration. They have to accept the demonstration. Yeah, speaking of the national debt, yeah, that's where America is mostly a is a dominant political and military country. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No question about and I, What'd you say? But I still, I still believe that America must maintain a military capable of throwing back in <coughs> for the immediate future. Mm-hmm. All right. And the second uh, fiction example I want to use about the NDAA was uh, in this, uh, the film Equilibrium with Tay Diggs and Christian Bale, and how many uh, was it Minnie Driver's um, character, how she was just erased for committing an offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to share some background information because I know a lot of listeners may not be as fully knowledgeable about the NDAA. Mm-hmm. And the organization known as Panda, which is mm-hmm. the organization um, that is against the NDAA. So I'm going to share a little people, information. People against NDAA. That's what Panda stands for. Right. So I'm going to share a little information at this time uh, to give some background information uh, to those listening in that don't already have it, of course. Um the 2012 NDAA, Sections 1021 and 1022, authorizes the indefinite military detention without charge or trial of any person, including an American citizen, and applies the quote-unquote law of war to U.S. soil making the United States legally a battlefield. Um, And this is just some more information to reference. Births Mm -hmm. on social media, from Twitter to Facebook, and a YouTube video, Panda, known as People Against the NDAA, was founded on January 29, 2012 in Bowling Green, Ohio, supported by groups across the political spectrum. Our group of seven to ten college students went on the offensive. Now, this is something, yes, we as American citizens should go on the offensive about. After flyering our university and getting involved in local politics, we launched Panda 
nationwide in late April 2012. Since our founding, we have rapidly expanded into the largest organization in the country, battling the NDAA. Indefinite detention without charge or trial and the application of the laws of war to U.S. soil and American citizens. And it further says, we have pushed anti or anti-NDAA legislation in over 20 states and countless local jurisdictions, including Oakland County, um, Las Vegas, I'm sorry, Oakland County, Michigan, Las Vegas, Nevada, and Sunbury, Pennsylvania, and have helped pass several pieces of legislation across the country. We have been covered by WND, the Activist Post, Inter-Occupy, Western Journalism, and by countless radio shows, alternative media, personalities, and articles. We have networked with over 100 liberty-oriented organizations and several alternative news sources. Join us. This is them making a firm statement, and they are asking for all of us to assist in this process. Join us in the battle for the liberty and freedom of our country. Spread the word on the dangerous law and follow us to get all the latest news on the fight for liberty and restoring our country to constitutional governance. Now, for those that would like to go online to join, um, you would visit the following online webpage. Panda, which is spelled P as in Paul, A as in Adam, N as in Nancy, D as in David, A as in Abraham, unite, U-N-I-T-E dot org. Panda, unite dot org. Please support. And that is... That is a plea coming from Sage the Poet, host of the Exceptional Civil Show. I affirm that statement by the organization. Join them. It is imperative. Join them. I had the honor of meeting Mr. Dan Johnson, who was the originator of Panda. And uh, if there was a man that should be known as an American patriot, he should be. Yes. And you know what? I admire him and every college student that linked with him to form such an organization. That shows every young person. We have a lot of passionate youth that are in college. That shows them, look, you can make a difference. You can make an impact. You can fight for the right to freedom, and you can do it, and it can be a well-strategized, a well-thought-out plan that will prove impactful nationwide. And and that's what 
I love about them. That yeah. they they saw the opportunity and they seized it. And these are young people, college students. So that goes to show you to our young listeners, our college students out there, you can make a difference. Don't just look and stand on the sidelines and feel powerless or limp or weak. You are strong. You just have to rise to the occasion. Use your resources and make that impact. You can do it. Together. Together. As a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. United we stand. United we stand. God bless America right. always. I believe that God has always blessed America, and I sincerely believe he will continue to do that as long as we stand with justice on top of everything. I love that. We definitely want to hear, there's a poem, Listen to the Wilderness by uh, Jack Harris, and he's going to recite his poem, then he's going to share his contact, and we do have a caller on the call. I'm going to ask the caller if they have a question um, for our feature artist at this time, caller from Philadelphia, PA. Uh, Welcome. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Please give your name. John, John Taylor. Oh, okay, John. John Taylor, welcome. I don't know how much you've listened to, and I believe, John, you are um, a former Marine. Am I correct? Well, I'm always a Marine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Once a Marine, always a Marine. (laughs) That's right. You are a Marine. Well, we are honored that you called them because we were just uh, talking about freedom killers in the United States and the a certain law that was passed that a lot of people were not aware of. Um, the NDAA law, sections 1021 and 1022, which authorizes the indefinite military detention without charge or trial of any person, including an American citizen, and applies the quote-unquote law of war to U.S. soil, making the United States legally a battlefield. A lot of people aren't aware that that law took on life. Wow. And since 2012, it has been effective. And there's an organization called PANDA, P-A-N-D-A. You can go online. Uh, You can visit the site, which is pandaunite.org. And this organization was formed by college students. One college student took on the offensive at this law, and he was able to form an organization with other college students, which is now nationwide. And this organization is one that is um, requesting for more of us to join it so that we join in the battle for the liberty and freedom of our country, spread the word about the dangerous law that exists and how we can join and and fight with this organization uh, that our rights be protected as citizens. Uh, So we were discussing that. We have on the call John Paul Jack Harris, Jr. He's been with us. Um, for our exclusive interview hour. And just in case you're not aware, 
Um, he does have a web page that you can visit to learn more about mm-hmm. his involvement in organizations such as Team Earth. Uh, he expressed why he uh, didn't support Hillary Clinton, which I'm sure a lot of people were not aware about uh, concerning her, and um, why he supported uh, Donald Trump in regards to uh, the protection of the Constitution right to bear arms. Uh, Mr. Harris is an NRA member, and he believes that it's necessary that that right not be taken away from every man. I'm going to let him share and express in his own words why, because when you hear it, it makes good sense. Uh, Mr. Harris, if you can share, thank you. Well, as I said before, the Second Amendment is and always has been the greatest strength, of the true strength of America. The well-armed civilian population of America is and always has been America's greatest true strength. Before the Japanese started World War II, their generals told their leaders they could never invade America because everybody over there has a gun. Uh, that they, the Japanese knew that they could not win to occupy America. From the, before they started the war, they knew that. And uh, I I have great faith in all of the American civil population, uh, and I really believe that the, the only way to defeat these maniacs that create mass murders is if Wayne Lapierre's good guy with a gun is all is everywhere that any of them start anything. There's far more good people in America than there are any uh, uh, bad people. And mm-hmm. to take, to, to, I want to hear what you have to say. Really, do. Well, um, I'm definitely a, a, a weapons owner, so, and I believe that my right to bear arms is a crucial point of me being civil. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> taking up arms uh, doesn't necessarily make you a violent person. It just means you're That's a person right. who. It just means that you're a person who values your rights and privileges. I mean, before guns were existed, people walked around with swords and and, 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 and knives and stuff like that. So people, mankind is used to weapons. So to want to take that right away, um, I think it it, it, a, it, it it should be something said for cops who carry guns or the military, which I'm a, a proud veteran, but still, you know, I believe that everybody who has a right to bear arms should be able to uh, to go out and purchase a weapon with with the right background and right. background check and so on. Uh, I, this is news to me to find out some of the stuff that I've you know just heard, but I'm glad that mm-hmm. he does a lot of investigating in our laws and how we go about because a lot of people are not aware of certain things. And thank God for a show like this that Miss um, Natal has put together for people to be informed and understand that there's, you know, organizations who would, would like to take that away from us. Now, mm-hmm. I can honestly say that, um, you know, I don't always, um, you know, indulge myself in politics, but mm-hmm. I can say I can say thoroughly that, you know, I'm appreciating people that will do that study 
and put that information out. So when I do hear stuff like that, it makes me investigate. Right. Yeah, I agree with that 100. Yeah, so I mean, I am I'm 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 thoroughly conscious about, you know, every right that we have as Americans because if you never got the chance to go outside a country and see the rest of the world, you would see that the privileges that we have are unique because we have a certain yeah. amount of freedoms. We have a certain amount of freedoms that most in the world don't have and we don't project a lot of times that we're appreciated, but when you have organizations that would would go out do the homework, you know, to me it's always important to do the homework. So when you go out mm-hmm. and find out that these underlying things are there, people need to do more than project it. They need to go ahead and become a part of it, so they so that we won't lose these rights. We won't lose these certain privileges yes. that we. Mm-hmm. So this information um, is very, very, very helpful. Because um, I'm, 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 I, I, I might sound shocked, but I am shocked. You know, like wow, they want to mm-hmm. take away a lot of this stuff that we don't even understand that this is privileges for us. You know, because mm-hmm. every American, every, every American feel entitled. So yeah, to, to 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 take certain things away from us that would start a war within our own country. Oh my! I can see that yeah. now. I can see. I can see yeah. somebody saying, "Hey, you, know, you can't have a gun," but the police gonna be armed to the two, and the military's gonna be armed to the two. But you can't have one. I'm like, whoa! I'm a veteran. I pulled, I mean, I pulled for this country and served my country. Mm-hmm. I can't have weapons. You know? And thank you for doing that. Oh, I appreciate you. Took the risk. You knew the risk, and you took the risk. Yep. Thank you. So I, I, I feel privileged to hearing all this. Wonderful. Well, we're honored that you would call in. It's, a, it, it's you know, <laughs> that that makes this panel even that much more enriched, hearing perspective coming from mm-hmm. a veteran, coming from a Marine, and one that that is proud to say, I'm a Marine forever, for life. I mean, that's all. That's powerful right there. Uh, and, you know, I, this is a warrior's I honor yeah, this is Warriors Queens of Port Thelma, and I want to comment on, you know, as an American, all the privileges that we can use, that, you know, the citizens can use. And when people, you know, one woman from India, when she found out I was American, she thought that was great. Mm. Mm-hmm. That says well, a lot right there. Most importantly, you know. I mean, we don't have to always see eye to eye politically, but we need to say eye to eye when it comes to our privileges being taken away. <laughs> That's right. I agree. I don't I care if you're Democratic or Republican. When they want to take your rights away, everybody the same. So true. Uh, well, I, I I believe I I personally believe that independent candidates are going to start winning elections in this country in droves. Right, really I, I, I agree with you because, see, that's why I said a lot of information that people really listen, there's a whole lot of information because somebody like Bernie Sanders who got pushed to the side because he was old was trying to benefit mm-hmm. our nation, free health care, free education. And those would have been things that the American economy <laughs> would have been blessed by, you know. So those type of parties, people need to really start paying attention to what goes on politically. 
That's right. And don't argue about who's right and wrong. See what you can do to, like John F. Kennedy said, that's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well said. Well said. Francine, this, this is something I've been talking to veterans organizations about, and I'd like to publicize it here. Uh, yes, if an, if an American soldier receives a wound that incapacitates him, where a provable wound where it, in, it impacts his health by 70% or more. Mm-hmm. I believe that that man should never get another medical bill. Now, he was taking care of America. He stood up for what America stands for, and he got hurt. America mm. should take care of him the rest of his life. I second that. <laughs> Anyone else mm-hmm. want to comment? Oh, I definitely second that. I definitely second <laughs> that because I'm going through that right now. I have put mm-hmm. I have put in for veteran benefits for two years ago because I need hearing aids, and mm. I'm on the wait list. And I, I I know a lot of who came home have had problems with all kinds of um, health problems, and I have oh, yeah. problems getting getting, getting uh, proper medical attention. Or when they go up to the VA, they're there, they're there for like eight, nine, and before they see. It's getting ridiculous. But the thing that breaks my heart oh. more, most importantly, is seeing homeless veterans. That really breaks my heart. Oh yeah. Home, oh yeah. At the uh, veterans center, I couldn't believe so many homeless veterans. And mm-hmm. it needs to be done. But it starts with people voicing it like you're saying people have to voice it mm-hmm. and people have to accept it and stop looking at it like you know i'm gonna sit down and just watch <laughs> and, but get up and do something right right too many spectators we need more activists yeah to advocate for our veterans yes indeed we must have them we need more of them they fought for us we need to fight for them right that's to show them point. we support them, yes. Yeah, I remember um, when uh, Bush Jr. initiated the war. I was in Texas. He said, all mm-hmm. right, if they don't do what we're going to do, we're going to war in 40, 48 hours. We went to war in 36. <laughs> we were all frightened. You know, mm-hmm. even if you were just a poor staff, I was a poor staff. But the bottom line is you got to worry about your friend going over there or a family member mm-hmm. who's in service with you. Maybe not coming back, and they're going in that box, and you know that's just a whole lot of weight on anybody's heart to lose a member yeah. of a war. Wow. <laughs> Do you also <laughs> suffer? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. I was just going to ask suffer? you also. Um, are you are you also a sufferer of post traumatic stress disorder? Well, I don't really. Talk about it much, but yeah, I was diagnosed with PTSD for some, you mm-hmm. know. But you know, um, like I said, I've been dealing with the VA for a couple of years now on benefits, and you know, I almost kind of forget about it every day. I'm just learning to be patient for everything, <laughs> patient for anything because mm-hmm. you know, you got it's a waiting game. It's so it's many it's of it's us it's that it's need to be. It's a shame that you have to be on a waiting list like that. That's that's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's something that should be addressed now. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 I, well, I, how I, do you feel? Out, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, when I found out that uh, nothing covered for hearing aids, I'm like, 
you know, I sat there with these things called the hooks on my ear, listening to all these glaring bombs and stuff going off, mm-hmm. um, just for even, you know, practicing. I'm thinking, you know, that would be something when I take a hearing exam and I can't pass it, that the parent would say, hey, that's a red flag and help this guy out. Because now I'm a civilian, I need to work. Can't I can't really hear a lot of things that need to be heard. And I would think that because I serve, I would get treatment, but that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Right, it would be priority um, yeah. as far as your rank. And so I came out as an E five a sergeant, so um, mm-hmm. I I never looked at it like you know first come from serve. I looked at it like you know we all gonna get served. Right, right, and I would just mean as far as needs being service, you would think that the needs of our soldiers would be a priority as far as government assistance and support. But we just have to keep, we've got to keep doing like this radio show is doing tonight, raising awareness, you know, using this platform, we're raising awareness, we're getting people awake, some may have not known these things, now they know, and now they know how they can support causes and support of um, equal rights to all citizens and, and citizens' rights to liberty and freedom being protected. So right. that's what it's all, all right. about. And we're going to keep making this noise. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep this going. We have had uh, Mr. Jack Harris on. As long yes. as I live. Yes, we've had right. him on maybe, is this the seventh time tonight? <laughs> yeah, this is the seventh time, I believe, yeah. Yes, well, that's and sometimes he, good information. I really appreciate yes. it. So, but listen, I got um tidy up and and, 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 and called it a night for myself, but I really appreciate sure. this show, and I really appreciate the information you can learn from this show. And thank you for your uh your information and knowledge of what's going on in the world, sir, because I'm really, really going to start investigating what's going on politically. All right. So... You guys have a God wonderful bless you day. And thank you very much. God bless you, thank you. God bless America. God bless you, too. And listen, I'm going to share with you Jack's um, website, John, okay. off this um, show tonight, so you can correspond with him. He's um, okay. definitely a wealth of knowledge as far as a resource person. in the loop as far as organizations to help support you as a soldier. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the what's the website? Uh, Jack, um, you can Jack's dot com. Wildlifedreams dot com. Uh, my website okay. manager is Mr. Mark Mecca Vidsure Video. Okay. Mm-hmm. And again, is right, Jack I'm Harris? Check it out. Right, Jack Harris at jackswildlifedreams dot com. Yeah. He has a book out. You must. You must obtain a copy of his book. It is available where you can purchase it right off his website. The book okay. um, is, is Beyond My Wildest Dreams. It's awesome. This man okay. has seen uh, things that many of us don't really see much of because some of us are afraid of the great outdoors. He has encountered bears. He has been a scuba diver. He's... um a wildlife preservationist, a Team Earth member, NRA member. He's done things that most of us dream of. Very, 
awesome book. You must get this book, and it will give you a whole different perspective on a lot of things about life and nature. Uh, There's a lot said about the need for America. The military, there's a lot said about the American military in the book. All right. I'm definitely going to take the website out, and um, you can get the book off your website? Mm-hmm. Yep. PayPal. I'm going to definitely check that out. Once again, I really if, appreciate appreciate your information. And God if bless you. If, if you pass my name to my website, your name to my website manager, I'll sign and personalize the book as having met you for the first time on this show tonight. Mm. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. And I ask twenty dollars. And if you buy it from the PayPal, I ask two dollars for ship, two and a half dollars for shipping and handling. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will I will definitely look at your website. And uh thanks again. Francine, your show is wonderful, okay? Thank you for the support. All right, no problem. All right. Have a Thank you, John. And peace and blessings to you and your household. Thank you so much. And the your family. Likewise. <laughs> we have our supporting host. Uh, Donaldson full time on the call. Welcome, Donaldson. <laughs> it's hard to beatbox and be pissed off at the same time, you guys. <laughs> Not ready. What's up? How's well, everyone we doing love, tonight? We love, we love the energy you always bring to this platform. Of course, you know we have, we still have our feature artist on, uh, John Paul Jack Harris. He's the Team Earth member, NRA member. Uh, wildlife preservationist, conservationist, there's so much that he's done in his life, and he's not finished living. Uh, he has an awesome book, Beyond My Wildest Dreams. Uh, he was just sharing some insights with everyone regarding um, mm-hmm. the uh, the political agenda of freedom killers, which some people aren't aware of, that there's a political mm. agenda of or for the freedom killers and how we need to become aware of what that agenda is and we need to fight it and and we were touching on the it's called the NDAA National Defense Authorization Act yep yep. and that is definitely an act that there's an organization by the name of Panda Uh, Mm -hmm. they have taken the offenses to that act and they're asking for others who are like-minded, such as they, to join them in their efforts. Ooh, because we need to take an offense to that act. Oh, offense would be great. I, I love taking offense. Excuse me. Uh, the last time I talked to Dan Johnson, mm-hmm. they had kind of uh, gotten where they wanted to be with the NDAA, and he was into the solutions. He had changed it change his base to the solutions uh something oh, okay uh, 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 it started with solutions i can't remember now what it was what he, what he told me but uh solutions institute i believe is what he told me and it was all it, it was not only the panda thing now it was taking in solutions for a lot of America's problems. Awesome. So he was expanding the organization. 
Right, right. I hear you. To, to other things. But he was very mm-hmm. successful in, in bringing down or at least watering down the panda. Uh, well, it's my understanding that the National Defense Authorization Act, and this is going to bleed into, to this conversation may just bleed into the uh, open mic uh, hour there with yourself, myself, and uh, others. But uh, let's just ask about it real quick, because I want to ask your your guest tonight, uh, Sage, if I might. Um, oh, whether yes. or not that whether or not that uh, that the National Defense Authorization Act (NDAA) is that is that apply solely to the 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 federal government? Is it does it work in the same way that the Constitution works? Is it binding? And restricting on the government, or does it, it actually was, expand? It, it was. It was at the time. As I say, Dan Johnson has been tremendously successful in watering this down, uh, and his organization, now the Solutions Organization, he tackled another problem. I think. I think I understand what you're saying. You guys, here's what I'm getting from this. It's my interpretation that. Under the safety, the welfare safety and, you know, like uh, uh, general welfare laws of the Constitution, uh, Congress, right, will create, create uh, you know, this, this law, right, NDAA, mm-hmm. that, that actually expands the scope of, of legislative authority actually expands the scope of the Constitution. And it, you know what? It's not appropriate. Because mm-hmm. you need to have a constitutional convention if you want to do that. You can't do it with legislation. And that's exactly what Congress did, and that's why NDAA is wrong in the way it is being presented these days. So. Right. And I'm glad that what, you did... Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Definitively... Um, express why it's wrong because sometimes people tend to think fake news is what you know we might be promoting here because you know we're not politically correct in a lot of things that that we um, share and, or the manner in which we share it but we're just trying to make the public <clears throat> more aware because we know that we have to raise awareness because there's a lot of things that people aren't knowledgeable of. Not everybody is reading the Constitution line by line. Um, not everybody is questioning things that they read. Um, we have a lot of lazy thinkers today, and I'm not, I'm not trying to label today's generation because I don't believe in doing that. I don't think that that's correct to do or appropriate either. But it is necessary for platforms like this one to exist where we are not <clears throat> afraid to tell what is facts. And we do a lot of research. We read a lot. We study. We investigate. <laughs> um, without saying what our day jobs are. Can't <laughs> 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 day jobs aside from this. But... Uh-huh. We make it our business to take what we do every Tuesday night on this platform seriously because we know a lot of times we're educating the masses. 
Not everybody <laughs> is well-educated. Well, you know what you done did, right? You know what you done did. Let me just get down to the brass tacks of it all. You done brought out the lawyer in Donaldson, okay? Oh, my. That's a good thing. <laughs> and we yeah, know what <laughs> yeah, we, know what we have trip. in Donaldson. He's definitely a scholar. If you really and think about it, you guys. About the Constitution. So we're glad that you were able to call in at the time you called in tonight. Yes, well, the whole reason I wanted to, I, I presented what I said was I wanted to ask your guest that last question before you, we, we get into this next hour, and that is, does he does he see the same thing that I see with regard to my comment about the expansion of the of the scope of the constitu- of the constitution by by Congress? Great question, Jack. Uh, well, our freedoms are being chopped away a piece at a time. And they have been for a very long time. We are not the free free country that the founding fathers envisioned. Uh, there are so many. Uh, if you look at all the laws on the books, books, I believe that the American citizen is among, if not the most uh, 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 su- suppressed. Uh, I don't know. Suppressed is not the right word. The most uh, regulated person on the face of the earth. If you look at all the laws that are on the books, you are among the most uh, uh, It's oppression. That's what yeah. it is. It's a, yeah. You know. yeah, it's a piece at a time, but it must, we must take America back in the direction of the founding fathers. What their dream was for... That's what I'd like to see uh, and uh, through, absolutely, uh, use your vote. If you don't vote, please don't complain about anything. Voting is the most important weapon that the, the individual has. Let me ask you this question. Another question. What, what's your name? Jack Harris. John P. Harris. Jack, Jack Harris. Let me ask you. Hey, has Congress or has, has uh, uh, any court already determined or made a decision about whether or not the NDAA is constitutional or not? Uh, Francine might know the answer. I, I do not. She has researched it pretty thoroughly. Okay, so that's probably a better question than for the main host of the show, one of the main hosts of the show, and that is um, Francine Siege, the poet. Poetess and the Duchess of the Call. If you don't mind, Francine, do you want to answer that? Okay. Um, I'm sorry I had to kind of leave for a minute and tend to some emergent situation that did arise. But if you can restate the question and I'll. Sure. What I asked, um, um, uh, oh goodness, why am I thinking? Brain fart. Uh, you're. Tell me your name again. Ugh. Just brain fart. What's your guest's name? Forget it again. Oh, I it's John Paul. Jack John Harris. Paul. Jack Harris. Nope. Okay, Jack. Junior. And Junior. <laughs> Jack Harris. Jack Harris. Jack Harris. Kind of like Jack Smith. Okay, got it. Uh, here's my. Here's what I asked him. Did Supreme Court or any 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 court? It would have to be the Supreme Court. Have they come to the conclusion yet, right, that the National Defense Authorization 
act is uh, unconstitutional, or did they say that Congress was justified and the law is valid? What is what's the answer? Oh, I no, I I don't know, but I know that uh, Dan Johnson, like I said, has moved on to other subjects because he was so successful at exposing this American injustice. Right, that law. Mm-hmm. So, Francine, can you answer the question? Did, did did the Supreme Court decide that the NDAA is or is not constitutional? And if the answer is no, right, it, doesn't that mean that there's room available and that maybe the issue has never been litigated before the Supreme Court, and it should be? Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Uh, it, it's Obviously, to me, it, it, it can't be constitutional. It, 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 puts, it puts the American president on the same plane as Saddam Hussein and Adolf Hitler. I'm going to answer that question. The same kind of and, you know, this is uh, Warriors Queens, the poorest element, and I want to comment about the voting. Yeah, you vote one thing, but then the main important thing about voting is holding the people accountable that you put in to, you know, do the job. Yes. Okay. I'm going to read. Um, they're, they're, okay. I, I need to read this. Um, <clears throat> and it's dated April 29th, 2014. Um, this is an article that was printed and published in the Rutherford Institute dedicated to the defense of civil liberties and human rights. Um, And the date is April 29, 2014. It states, Washington, D.C., and refusing to hear a legal challenge to the indefinite detention provision of the National Defense Authorization Act of 2012, known as NDAA, The United States Supreme Court has affirmed that the president and the U.S. military can arrest and indefinitely detain individuals. Note again, it says D.C. refused to hear a legal challenge. That's right. To the indefinite detention provision. So it has not yet been decided. Decided. Right. It's still undecided. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's, you know, what the interesting thing about that article is, they're saying that because of the non-decision, that it's obviously there will be a presumption of law in favor of the government action. Yes, it would. You know what, this is Warriors Queens of Poor. Uh, the co-hosts of the show, and I do have a question about this NDAA law. You know, what is its purpose? Mm. I wish we had Senator McCain on this call tonight. <laughs> yeah, I wish we did too. <laughs> he would well, be the, the prime suspect He's to ask that way. question. You know what? I'll <laughs> to direct that right. question to. <laughs> Good question. Um, 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 here's the thing. Now, there, 
may have been a defect in the pleadings of the per, of the organization that took suit against the government. So that could be why they failed to hear it. It doesn't necessarily mean that the issue is not, you know, justiciable. It still is justiciable, meaning it's it could be it's a it's a good issue. It's just that it has to be tempered very correctly and uh you know it's it's it would be interesting to see the pleadings to see what was put in um by that organization now the defense authorization act actually is within the congressional authority to be able to administer create laws that um um work to um uh, provide for the general welfare, the safety of it of the United States citizens. So the National Defense Authorization Act is a is an act which is in harmony with the 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 um, welfare um, principle or doctrine, the general welfare doctrine of the Constitution. Um, but right, it, the problem is that the burden falls heavily on the people and not on the government. And that is the issue. If if it was not as burdensome mm-hmm. on the people, then it might be okay. And that's the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, this uh, Warriors Queens of Horror, and it sounds like this law, you know, is a threat to society to get rid of troublemakers. Whistleblowers, whistleblowers, uh, people who people who stand up for uh, resist, resist, <laughs> resist the ones that would resist. resist. The, uh, and and the only way to change that is uh, the election of independent voters, independent right. politicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may it may be necessary. I don't know. Uh, I'm a registered Republican because my parents were. I, I never vote. I always vote who I think is the right person to be in Congress. I support people who are the right people to be in that I feel. I'm not sure I'm right about it because I know for a fact that I voted for an American president uh, that, uh, well, if the truth had been known about the man, uh, he he never could have been president of the United States, but I voted for him. On two different mm-hmm. cases, and uh, uh, after uh, Richard Gage's presentation on nine one one, I uh, very very much regret having having voted that way. But, uh, he he just he just proved that the America the America that I love and believe in is not quite the America that I love and believe in. I've believed in all my life up until that time, up until Richard Gage's presentation on nine one one truth. Uh, I believe the American press. I believe uh, my America could do almost nothing wrong. Hmm. Uh, that wow. Uh, that certainly went out the window uh, after after I saw Richard Cage's presentation the second time. 
and understood what actually happened. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you look, if you if you look at that, that that's a man that you might want to have on your show. Yes, indeed. Well, you know the the that the um, in the Declaration of Independence says that it's the right of the people to alter, reform, or just you know completely replace the form of government. Mm-hmm. Right. And and one trend that I see in alternative media today is the trend towards totally pulling out of the system, which is not an alteration of the system. It's n- and it's not you know changing the system or or you know somehow making it better. It's a total you know pull out. Of, and, and it's like abolishing the form of government. So, you know, it's an abolition of the government. Now, I, I'm not in agreement with that. I do no, not I'm believe. Not I'm not either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We need a government. I want the Constitution to be the governing of the law of the land, the government of the land. But a more a more strict interpretation of the Constitution of the United. It's been chipped away and chopped away, and uh, if, if uh, this country narrowly escaped an American freedom disaster if Hillary Clinton had been elected president, uh, knowing the truth about her and the, her, uh, it, how how could this person be nominated for president of the United States? Something's terribly wrong. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the cities and counties and dis- and boards of supervisors, um, and basically um, they call them qualified electors. By and so they, it's, it really is all about the qualified elector, you know, uh, and and a better understanding of that position. That that office, really, let's just call it an office. It's not a position. Mm-hmm. But if we do that, we look at it in a different way, then we're going to see how you don't have to register to vote. You're still a qualified elector. And I think the registration to vote, what it does is it takes away from your ability to have your vote really count um, mm. for the you know uh the the qualified individual that you you guys have have elected now that's just my hypothesis of course but the the reason why i'm saying that is because i found some case law leading to for me to believe that you won't need to be a registered voter to have the constitutional right to vote right see that's why it's important that we we encourage our youth, as well as our adults, to be literate. Because a lot of times people are out of the knowledge gamut because they're not as literate or they're not as proficient in literacy. And that's one of the things this platform promotes. That's our mission, actually, to promote literacy to end Mm -hmm. illiteracy. And I believe that the more 
we read and the more we feed ourselves or enrich our lives and and literacy is definitely a way to do that to enrich mm-hmm. your life um the better off we are you know we're 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 well equipped or or endowed at least endowed where we have information mm-hmm. the reference that can help us to make better choices and to lead healthy lives and to make impactful uh, uh, decisions that will be for the betterment of our community as a whole. Like, like for example, understanding the difference between a registered voter and a qualified elector? Just knowing there is a difference. Even <laughs> okay. though there's a whole, exactly. <laughs> there's a whole group of, a whole group of the general population that doesn't even know there's a difference because they are not exposed in that regard. So what I'm saying is, um, like someone was sharing with me, do you remember when financial literacy was taught in the elementary schools? And I'm like, yeah, I came up in the seventies. I remember going to the bank. That was the trip and doing it on a, on a consistent basis and learning about accounts and learning about saving and investments and all of that. So that, by the time I was a teenager, nothing was foreign about that aspect of life or living. But you have a whole generation today, they're clueless about macroeconomics, microeconomics. They don't know it until college. You know, this is a So, you know, it's exposure, it's... early exposure, early intervention. Yeah. And if you right. promote literacy early in the life of a human or humanoids, okay? <laughs> They'll lead a better life. What's the saying? Um, uh, uh, Warriors, Queens, and Pearl, we yeah, said demigods. Some of us are not yeah, yeah, as human correct. as others. Yeah. And I also want to add, too, you know, regarding finances, that's why it's, you know, it's, it's very important to stress the research research, you know, what, you know, the things that you don't know, the things that you hear about so that you can find out if they're true or false. And That's right. I had pulled up, yes, and I was, you know, reading about, you know, reading about this one man had said this, that uh, about the IRS. Now, 40% of the 1040 tax form supports, you know, the Queen Elizabeth II of England, and 60% supports the Vatican in Italy. <laughs> Wait, say that again, Queen Zipporah? All right, the IRS, you know, tax form, right? The 1040 tax form, all right, 40% goes to Queen Elizabeth II of England, and 60% goes to the Vatican in Italy. I mean, you know what? Honestly, I'd have to actually, we'd have to validate that. But I hear you. It's deep. That's a conspiracy for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a real yeah. conspiracy if that's fact. I think it. it yeah. may, I'll just say there's some percentages that are a little off there, and I think there's some other organizations that get a percent that aren't listed in that. Got me theorem. Up. In that theorem, now, take my money. You're gonna also take. You take my money as a pope. I don't even know you. Never met the man before. Never, never even been a Catholic in my life. 
Yeah, you want my money. That's fucked up. That's wrong. Hey, you know what? Here, yeah, here's one of the um, <laughs> websites. <It's an> IRS, <laughs> all right, here's a website. IRS forces U.S. citizens to pay a percentage of their taxes to the Queen of England. And the website is political, politicalvelcraft.org. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to read a little bit of it. Sure. Americans Thank pay, you. Sure. You're welcome. Americans pay a percentage of their taxes to the Queen of England via the IRS. The IRS is not an agency of the federal government. Right. It is an agency of the International Monetary Fund, which is an agency of the United Nations. No law has ever been passed legalizing the charging of income tax. The 1040 tax form is the payment of a foreign tax to the king slash queen of England. Ooh, American that citizen. hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a surprise. It's, it's a new issue. Mm. Yeah. yeah, continuing on. Well, actually, you guys, check this, oh, check this out real quick while we're on the topic before I forget. The, that the IRS, co- it, first of all, the Internal Revenue Code, right, mm-hmm. is actually not passed by Congress. And did you know that the entire code is is basically more of a regulation than it is actual law? And and guess what? Regulatory agencies do not have the authority to expand the scope of of, of congressional law. Mm. Now that's see that's what I'm talking about. That's a a knowledge not everybody has awareness. Well, the, and the only reason why I'm saying I know that I pay attention to this guy named David Merland. So if you mm-hmm. get a chance to go check out some David Merland uh, on YouTube, M E R Y L A N D or something like that, I think. But uh, very, very, very knowledgeable about the tax code. Broke it all down for me, um, you know. And I've, I've, I've been listening and paying attention to his work for the past few years. But yeah, that's that's the truth right there. And uh, anybody else? I'm hearing some feedback. Um, I'm gonna ask caller. I believe it's from Georgia. If you can just um, hold for a moment because the mic has not yet been passed to you. Thanks so much for calling in. Please be patient, and we will pass the mic to you in time. Thank you. Yes, and uh, I also want to add, this is Warriors Queens of Poor. I'm reading through this article, and I found something here. There is no law requiring the people of the United States to pay taxes to the IRS. It's always difficult to prove a negative, but those who know understand there has been no law requiring citizens of the United States of America to pay taxes to any federal agency, much less Puerto Rican trusts with secret owners. That goes right to the heart of what I was just saying, Queen Zephora, that the, the Internal Revenue Code itself is not law. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not law, but it's been made to law because people, you know, are penalized for not, you know, paying their taxes. I have a question. Right, well, it's given the force of law. Go ahead, Queen Zippor. I mean, uh, um, uh, Sage. This is Sage, the poet. Just, just want to confirm, David, is it Ammerland? He has a oh, no. 
David Merlin. M, I think it's M-E-R-Y-L-A-N-D, Merlin. Oh, okay, M-E-R, got you. Thank you. I don't know. How do you spell Merlin? M-E-R-L-Y-N-D. There you go. There you go. I said it wrong the first M-E-R-L-Y-N-D oh, no for Merlin. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I, you know, that was some dyslexic shit right there. Excuse my French. This is an adult show. But, um, hey, it's real talk, though. They ex- What they did was apparently expand the scope of the, the welfare clause, you know, of the Constitution, they can provide for the general welfare, but there's never been a law enacted that demands, that, that makes it that where United States citizens have to pay income tax to the federal government. It just doesn't exist. It's only in the code. And and guess what? The code, the regulation and the uh, the, the authority, they don't have the authority to actually expand, Congress, to, you know, the Constitution or Congressional Acts. It's ridiculous. It's really... Which which kind of proves, you know, that 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 yeah, it it gives more weight to the argument that that doesn't prove it, but it gives weight to it. It's possible that that uh, the Queen of England is getting the money and the Pope's getting the money. <laughs> this 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 is this is a reference to me to the shadow government of the United States, mm-hmm. and it should be it should be investigated much more thoroughly than I'm aware. Uh, I, I I became aware of it through the Freedom Society. We we uh, uh, meet every second Thursday uh, at the Car Arms Factory in Pike County, uh, and uh, Kook Chin Moon is the fa- is the founder of the Freedom Society of America, and uh, uh, it's only it's relatively small group, but it publicizes uh, this. I never, I never believed before. I never heard of the shadow government that really, honestly, right. controls uh-huh. America, and it is uh, very under wraps. And uh-huh. uh, every once in a while, an FBI agent or a, uh, a CIA agent will expose small parts of it. But when they do it, they're doing it at great personal risk. Yes. Uh, yeah. I want to, I'm sorry, but I have to recommend this book. There's a book entitled Shadow Government, Surveillance, Secret Wars, and a Global Security State in a Single Superpower World. This book is by Thomas M. Engelhard. And it was um, <laughs> in 1964. Um, there was a book entitled The Invisible Government that came mm-hmm. out. And this book is pretty much a spin-off of that classic mm-hmm. novel. And I definitely yeah. recommend that book to any and everyone. It may be available in ebook format. Um, but I do know it is available in paperback. Now there there again, I have a bookshelf on my website. And would you mm-hmm. please forward that information to that website? I most definitely will. I'm sharing it now in the chat room. Yes, indeed. The shadow, this is a must like read. more about the shadow government, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll put it on my website as recommended reading for everybody. There again, I'm, try, I'm trying to help 
you and uh, the, the, the people that do stand up against this stuff and expose it, I'm trying to help. <laughs> oh, it is available in ebook format mm-hmm. as well. But if you try to find it, go to search search on Google. By the way, this is Donaldson, the uh, Duke of the show. And I want to let you know, you can download probably almost any book title that you Google, search for, right? It it may be in PDF, okay? I'm not going to give it, it's not going to be every single one of them, but if you can find it in PDF form, definitely download it and then upload that PDF into an audio uh, conversion program where you can listen to the document instead of actually having to read it. You might be on the road. You might be working. You you know, might be delivering mail for all we know, right? But it will be good to actually sit there and just listen while you're doing something, you know, meaningless, something mindless. This way you you can at least read the book while you're, you know. I, I, I honestly, this is how I've gotten through immense amounts of literature. So, just a quick tip. That's Donaldson's tip of the day. Back to you, Sage. Thank you. Thank you. The Duke, ladies and gentlemen. And that information he just provided, that information is gold right there. So, Mm -hmm. see your golden opportunity and follow suit. That is some really good advice and good information. Thanks, uh, Donaldson, the Duke. Well, you know what, guys? I just want to make it easier for everyone to to, to, to actually go to the website that the gentleman uh, uh, Jack Harris is talking about. Go to the go to the links. Check out the links. Uh, I know Francine just sent out the uh, Facebook post, but mm-hmm. if you check, it, check if you check it out, right? You're going to find that you download you download the PDF, convert it to audio. I said it because I want you guys to to to, to go and and do it. Go download it. Go listen to it. And don't even worry about reading it because it's too daunting. I mean, some people actually, you know, get turned off when they realize they have to read, you know, a 700-page book or a PDF. So, like, I don't know. I'll just tell you one, one quick example of a book that I have converted to audio right now is um, Blueprint for Racial Justice. I've also got The God of Smaller Things here. I've got Howard Zinn's Superb History of the United States. I, I highly recommend everybody read that. Yeah. Howard Zinn's uh, People's History of the United States. Um, absolutely an amazing book. Good, 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 good uh, recommendation. Yes, we're always trying to recommend good books on this platform because it's all about empowerment and endowment of literature. Literacy endowment equals empowerment. Um, I do want to share that book, which is entitled Shadow Government, Surveillance, mm-hmm. Secret Wars, and a Global Security State. Let's see if I can find it. Single Superpower World. Mm. It is available in ebook format. You can <laughs> obtain a free sample if you go to Google.com. <coughs> I believe it's Google Play. And also, they have it available for nine ninety nine. <coughs> Excuse me, nine dollars and ninety nine cents. The original price is fifteen 
$1,099 if you go to any other site. <coughs> well, so I just want to say, just, go to Google. I just Googled shadow government, PDF. Mm-hmm. And you know what came up? A, an uncountable <laughs> number of PDFs regarding this concept, this topic of shadow government. I see Wonderful. that it's easy to find all these different... Go ahead, sir. Jeff? <coughs> Jeff, did you want to say something? I'm sorry? I thought you were trying to say something. I apologize. Um, oh, wait, no, what no, I, was... I, I was listening. I was listening. I'm learning from you. Uh, oh, that's sweet. I don't, I didn't know anything about this. this shadow government until I until it was uh, a, a focus of the uh, Freedom Society meeting about three weeks ago. Right. Yeah, it's actually a real thing. Um, it's, it, even though they put it right out in our faces, it's still called a shadow government. But they, mm-hmm. they broadcast it w- openly. <laughs> and uh, the... I, I just came up with like all these different hits for Shadow Government, so I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff in there. I think Sage is actually giving credit to the author as well by saying go go, go buy it from Amazon or something. You could probably buy it for ten bucks or maybe five bucks or something. But if you if you ultimately have to actually you know go out there, you can also just do a PDF search of it on the internet. You might find it, sure. you might not. But. And you never know; you could even find it at your local free library. There's a lot of right plastic novels. Actually, yep. you know what's a funny story? I actually went into a public library about uh, 15 years ago, right? And was looking for Behold a Pale Horse by William Cooper and found mm-hmm. it. It was it was right there on the shelf in the public library. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you think that, how, how crazy is that, Sage? You know what? That's one of the books we recommended. Remember Warriors, Queens of Forest Elm in a couple of episodes back? Because we found a lot of people had never even heard of the book. And it's a revelatory um, book. So much. Let's get so this book name that you just mentioned it? a second ago, though. The Shadow Government and what... Because I'm going to PDF search it right now. Yeah, the exact name real quick. It's a long title. Shadow Government, colon, yeah. Surveillance, comma, Secret Wars, comma. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shadow government, government. Right. Colon. 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 Comma. I'm not on my computer. You have to be patient with me. Colon. What? Surveillance. Surveillance. Okay. Yeah, that comes directly after the colon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Comma. (laughs) Says it done. Comma. Mm -hmm. Secret wars. Comma. Secret wars. Yes. Comma, okay. and a global security state in a single hyphen superpower world. In a single hyphen superpower hyphen superpower superpower world. No period, and then. <clears throat> of course, Tom Inglehart name, and it says Tom. Okay. 
Forward by Glenn Greenwald. Uh, Francine, I'm going to leave the show right now. All right? Oh, yes. Well, we want to say thank you. We thank Jack Harris for being a return guest on the Exceptional Scribble Show, and I believe this was his seventh appearance. And what an honor. And, you know, we love that number, seven, as well. Um, we want to encourage I like you. It. I like that, it better. Yeah, we want to encourage you because your campaign for world peace is excellent, and we so so support it. We want you to share the information about it one last time before you leave for tonight's show. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, thank you for the opportunity again. Uh, but it's, You're very sim- it, it's very simple that uh, I honestly believe that there are far more good people in every country in the world than there are bad people. And if, if, if the good people of every country would stand and hold hands to show that they want peace in this world on the 1st of January of 2018 and that it would be an annual thing uh, having having these peace demonstrations in the capitals of the country, the major states of each country, and the cemeteries where their soldiers have been buried. I honestly believe it would snowball into a worldwide event every year in the future, on January 1st of every year. And we could have peace very, very quickly. Mm. And if the mothers and fathers who have lost their children to war would Mm -hmm. unite their voice at the same time these demonstrations are taking place, it would just speed the process. Yes. I'm asking for that. Uh, I can't do much myself. All I can do is ask, put it out there, and Mm -hmm. hope it's it's on my website page, it's on my Twitter page, and it's on my, uh, uh, the other, uh, 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 I can't think of the other, the other, uh, major Twitter and Google, Twitter, Twitter and, uh, right, do you have Facebook or Instagram? Uh, not, not Instagram, I don't, but. Uh, oh, okay. The Facebook, the Facebook page, and the Twitter, and uh, the website itself. It's oh, okay. It's posted on on all three of those uh, things. Uh, yes, and of I course you know. Yes, of course you know we posted it on Facebook <laughs> in promoting of the show. We all always make sure to do that. Your book is featured on our radio show's fan page on Facebook, and so we are definitely in support of you and in everything that you're doing, and we commend you on your efforts because it's all about making the world a better place for because I the live. future. Because I live. You know what, Sage? You know what he gets? Yo, for, for his effort tonight, he gets Donaldson's Try Booyaka shout-out. 
Booyaka, booyaka, booyaka. Pop, pop, pop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that was colorful, creative, and artsy. We loved it. <laughs> Big it up. The one they call the Jack Harris. He's giving my love for community vibes and he cares. You know, Jahaha. Booyaka. What's up? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I would say edible, but we can't eat everything. But that was good. <laughs> oh, I need to butter myself up a little bit before you do any eating. Uh, yes, that would probably be a good idea. Uh, all right, thank you very much, Francine. I, I really yeah. very much appreciate it. I'm having some physical oh. problems here. One more thing I have to share with our listening audience. Um, Jack Harris also does stand-up comedy. And, Jack, do you have any upcoming uh, events? If so, feel free to share. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to say it right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm concentrated on that world world piece of pro, a program and the Team Earth concept. I still okay. dream of having a Team Earth concept. I'm looking for sports. Uh, corporate sponsors for a team earth conservation event that uh, there again I hope would snowball across the world wonderful wonderful I love that that's right we have to prioritize what we do in our life ladies and gentlemen as you heard Jack Harris see and that's what we all should be doing whatever is Priority. That's first, and everything else comes second. You, me, I love it. Uh, one, one more quick please, additive. Please. Go ahead, Jack. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, uh, but one other thing I'd like to say is uh, I'd like all all of your listeners to understand that when you recycle anything, whether it's a plastic bottle or a tin can, uh, you give a gift to the future. You are personally giving a gift to the future. To your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. That material can be used a hundred times if it's recycled. Beautiful. And that was spoken and like a true Team Earth member. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, Yo, recycling. I'm trying, I'm trying to found the Team Earth concept across the world. Make sure that when you do your the recycling of your saliva, that you do it with a person that you you know you know is, is good business. Good well, business. Uh, there's, as I said, there's only one race for me, and that's uh, uh, I'm a man, and the only other race that matters to me is the women. Excellent, excellent, <laughs> excellent. Uh, I heard, uh, I heard, I, I heard on he he haw one time. Uh, they asked one of the men. Uh, what was anatomy? And he said, it's anatomy. Anatomy is something that everyone has, but it looks better on the women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good humor. I like that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, you know, know, this is you know the best, you know the best cellmate for Jerry Sandusky would be, don't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the very best cellmate for Jerry Sandusky would be Lorena Bobbick, in my opinion. Ooh, oh my goodness! Oh man! Whoa! Yep, I kind of have to That'd agree with you on that. 
No, I'm just kidding. Queen Zipporah sounds like she wants to sign off, but I just want to ask one quick question before she does that to Jack Harris, so she gets to hear this, too. I was going to ask Jack, Jack, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking, do you wish to display, to, to tell everyone how old you are? Well, no, I don't have any problem with that at all. As soon as I remember, I'll let you know. Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> six, I'm 68. I tell people that I feel like I'm going on 85. I, I am that burned out, burned uh and my memory, my short-term memory supports that pretty well. I honestly believe that my next physical problem is going to be a stroke. Strokes destroyed my father's, my father, uh, his, uh, and my on my on my dad's side, and my grandfather on my mother's side. And I sometimes I feel like I'm right on the edge of a stroke. Mm. But. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I will be fine until proven otherwise. Uh, God actually, has, God has, that's smart. God, just hearing it, it's smart. God has yeah, supported my life right. many times. Words. I acknowledge that God. God. God has helped my life many times in many ways. If you look at my website and read the book, you would know that God has helped me many times in many ways. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, Queen Zipporah, I think you were trying to sign off? Yes, I yeah. was. And, uh, I'm going to uh, sign off, everybody, and uh, I'm going to have my information, you know, for this week. I'm going to have it next time, next Tuesday. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. Do you mm-hmm. have anything you want to say, anything else in closing? Uh, I don't think, I think that's all. You know, besides that article that I have found, you know, on, mm-hmm. about, you know, the IRS and all of these uh other things, these conspiracies that are finding their way to the exceptional scribble show to tell about. <laughs> hopefully, we will not be blacklisted. <laughs> yes, like hopefully, I will not be I, missing I, um, two <laughs> two hours from now. <laughs> be like location unknown. <laughs> now what that is that? Be- the NDAA law. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to blame it on this show. I'm going to hey, blame it on this show. She is on some guys. militant shit, you guys. Queens of Four, you are extremely <laughs> militant. You know that, right? I I, I, I am afraid of you a little bit. You should uh, be. God bless you all. Yeah. I, I am signing off, okay? Uh, have a right. good night. Well, let me ask. Okay. I, I can't you. I don't Thank want him to. Thank you for being my wish, guest. It's my wish that he stays around for one quick question from me again. One more quick question, Jack. Here's a question. Did you know that at John 3:16 it says <clears throat> that for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten really son, begotten whosoever. Son. Yep. I yeah. have I have read that many times. Many times. And did you know that um every you have Christians walking around all day every day everywhere you go to. Wow. Isn't it amazing how when you try to talk about the law that uh, all this interruption just all of a sudden happens. But the real law is that um, you have Christians saying, you know what, Jesus died for you. He died for you. And you know what's interesting that I found is he didn't just die for you, okay, That's because that's a general sense of it, but you were up there with him when he died. 
Why? That's the only way for you to really get that salvation, you know, is for your old sin man to actually be up there with him. So he never died for you. He died with you. And it's all about the preposition. And that's what Donaldson is known best for. So I pride myself on talking about stuff when it involves language. Um, Anyways, Jack, man, I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. God resides in the heart of all men. And I can prove that very simply if you think about how how uh, human the human race spread across this planet, other other races forgot that there were human beings in other parts of the world, but they mm. all developed a belief in a higher power. The only way that could happen is if God resides in the heart of all men. The Native Indians describe God. The Native Americans describe God. You know, in by far the best way I've ever heard a description of God. They called their God the Great Spirit. The Great Spirit. Oh, yeah. There is no better definition of God for me than the Great Spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. Excellent. 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 Thank you. And you know that absolutely, Jack. Thanks a lot. And just remember, (laughs) uh, you are... You know, you're forgiven, and I always hear that from people. You know, you're doing some great, great work. You're doing great work. Keep it up. Stay involved. Stay in touch. I hope to um, I hope to actually I, connect with you I again soon. I will do soon. that until my dying day. There's no question. I, I, will keep trying, I will keep trying to leave the world a better place because I live until I die. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thanks again. All right. Thank you, Francine. You're very welcome. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Well, we're going to let Donaldson blow time, a.k.a. the Duke, on the show's platform. Carry us out. You got 15 minutes. I think, wait. Do we still have a uh, Queen Zephora on the line? Oh, whoa, yeah. what's going on here? All right, I'm still on here. I was about ready to um, sign off, but you said it. I sounded militant. <laughs> well, that's a yeah. good thing. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. I actually, you know, honestly, I've been feeling very inspired lately, and uh, I was just inspired by what you were talking about earlier. Call me crazy, okay? To be inspired in this world today, anyways, right? When we're, we're a bunch of among uh, of dullards. I mean, everyone's just dull, right? But interestingly, yeah, you had this whole like type vibe about you. I don't know. <laughs> All righty then. But no, I, I feel you. You got some good 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 vibes going on, and um, you know. Just, I'm just feeling you. I'm glad to hear from you. I'm glad I came on the call tonight. I, I by the way, I saved my last little uh, energy. I saved a bunch of energy for the last hour. That's why you just hear me going crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, keep keep doing just that. We appreciate that. That's that's raw. I gotta show love for the queen, queen warrior. It's Queen Zipporah. Please don't beat me. Uh. Or maybe you should. Maybe I deserve it. How about how about a? Can you make an appointment? I got a calendar. You know, I'll just throw you to the wolves. They can take real good care of you. 
<laughs> wow. That sounded very militant. <laughs> well, damn it. Send me through boot camp. I'm, I'll be in your camp. Hell yeah. Mm. It's a warrior's camp, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, all right, Queen, before you have a good night. Nice, nice to hear from you. All right, everyone, I'm signing off for tonight. This is Warriors Queen Zipporah Selman for Exceptional Scribble Episode 191, Tuesday, November 28, 2017. Until next time, good night. Good night, co-host, Warriors Queen Zipporah Selman. All right, good night, Dustin. Queen Zipporah. Zapora, 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 Zapora. We said it in such a distinguished manner. I heard bells ringing. That's what's up. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, and drums playing, and fl- drums beating, and flute. Did you playing. hear that flute in the background as well? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely. Well, you gave us some homework. We, we're definitely going to look up, what's that site again? About uh, the yeah. IRS. Yeah. yeah, let me pull it up. IRS, let's see. What site, what site is that, Queen? All right, I'm pulling it up now again. IRS it, it, forces U.S. citizens to pay a percentage of their taxes to the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. And the website is Politica, let's see, politicalvelcraft.org. Vel, V-E-L, V like Victor, E-L, C-R-A-F-T dot O-R-G. Mm. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, and that's something true. we will look it's up. Dawson, mm-hmm. time. This is my hour, yo. I'm getting into it. I'm getting deep. Queen Sephora, she had her time. I'm about to jack this mic. You know what a mic jack is, right, Queen Sephora? You got mic jack. Ready for this? A one, two, a one, two, a two. All right, I'm done. No, but seriously, right, though, I'm... any any poet? <laughs> any... We have another hey, caller, and yeah. I, I would say we have about five more minutes counting down. Um, hey, can we have a Hang out for a minute. Kick a, kick a poem. We got another caller. I think they may want to kick a poem. If Queens and Poet wants to get on this, let's do this. Like, those who knew this? Let's do this. Do this. Yeah. Okay, caller from Georgia. Oh, I guess there was a disconnect. Mm, yeah, because we, mm-hmm. now I know talk. How many trolls, how many trolls can you count one day? What's that? Uh, talk, talk, she has a schedule to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so technically we have four minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hand the mic to the Duke, whatever way he wants us to wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. For tonight's show. Mm mm mm. Mm mm. You made the biggest mistake of all the, of the whole night. 
giving me the microphone like that. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Actually, actually, I feel pretty good, you guys. You know, I I just have to say, you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a poem real quick. Since can Super. I get can I get a beatbox? Can I get a beatbox? Ooh. From someone. Oh wow! I'm gonna try something that I, I that. I don't know what it's going to sound like. <laughs> All right, here we go. For the for the alienation of the human race is with the wasting of the consciousness through a segregation with the support of a military occupation and regulation by an authority. For this readiness of this headiness is with this claim of this Marijuana smoke with this bliss. For these claims of this MC or with these claims of this profession and correctness. For these witnesses of this truth or with this fitness of this sentence. For the facts of these claims or with these brains of this stable man. With the claim of a willing and ableness and strategies. Marvelousness through this manifestation, through a beatbox without a beat. Boop. For this necessity claim of these findings, or with this blessing of this mic, with this articulation by this MC. For these energy human beings seeing things on this mic, is from this mastering vibe off the dome, with the modification on the paper, with the findings. Boop, boop. You don't feel me, though. The finding of a fact is with this claim of this oratory and instrumentality by the sanity. That's that. Peace. Wonderful. We liked it. (laughs) I'm sorry I couldn't beat Bach. I just beat down. You did your thing. (laughs) I'll give you the. You know what I'm going to give you right now? Because you did Uh what you did? I'm giving you Donaldson's Tri Booyaka. Shout out. Booyaka, booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> Thank you. You know, You're that's welcome. what you were going to say. I'm giving you the Courage Award. <laughs> <laughs> Is it even proper for me to do that on this show? Should I even do that? I have Think no clue. <laughs> I just thought that's what you were going to say, but I take what you gave. That was That was encouragement. Thank you. Well, I mean, I'm trying to start a trend here, okay? Why not? I think it's a good thing. Um, You know, we're trying to encourage artists to flourish, so stretching is mandatory. We've got to do things we never did before. We've got to model. And you know, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. Oh no doubt. And let me let me let me share something with you, guys. Because you know what? Honestly, I make demands. Okay, here's my. Let me share something with you. I'm just playing. Actually, I don't make any demands. I just have one request. Let me share with you, please. <laughs> uh, sure. The fact that <laughs> um, if I give you the Booyaka shout, right? The Tri Booyaka Donaldson shout out. You definitely are up there in in the good book of the Donaldson love. You know, the Donaldson Love Book. Yeah, you're in the the Book of Foreverness. It's what it's called. Just now I just made that that name. That that means a lot hearing that. That means a lot. You made that. You made that. You made that book. 
You you got oh. into it. I'm humbled. You know? I mean, if hey. you think about it, let me ask you this real quick. You felt my poetry, right? I did. Well, that was all prepositional phrases, as you heard. Yeah, it felt like butterfly kisses, direct hits, no misses. Yeah. Like a warm blanket. It's down. It's some down ass shit. And anybody that's trying to come, if you want to compete with that, you're going to have to get with me on that correct. Like a roof on top of the highest pinnacle. Well, here's the thing about. Oh, snap. She's talking about the Acropolis. (laughs) (laughs) She's on the Acropolis. (laughs) That's what I'm all about. Now, actually, here's the thing. The fact is, by performing, right, with nothing but prepositional phrases, right, for my technique, I I am, I'm doing something in law and also in, in the private. Because if you think about it, how do we contract with society? Through our conduct, right? It's our conduct that actually also can help to determine what our agreement with society is. If you're a criminal, you're going to have some criminal conduct, right? If you're yeah. if you're civilized, you have civilized conduct, you know, or Okay, whatever. I see where you're going. Okay, so... social engagement piece. Yeah, absolutely, social engagement piece. I mean, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? So when I speak with prepositional phrases in my art work and in my art form... That, that establishes a contract with everybody that that I this is how I conduct myself on a regular basis, and now you know when the government tries to figure out how, you know whether or not my claim of ambiguity against their claims right is valid, all they have to do is look to my conduct hmm. To know that I have already been doing the very thing that I am challenging them with Mm. for a long, long time. And it wasn't something that I just made up on the spur of the moment, okay, just because I didn't want to try to get out of some trouble, all right? This is something that everyone needs to start thinking about. Start to conduct yourself in ways that actually shows that you operate with specific parameters, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm in, 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 in enacting all this this quantum grammar, this consciousness. I it's because I have to. They're going to judge me based on my conduct. They're going to judge you based on your conduct. You know, but guess what? They can't they, they can't just sit here and tell you that you are, um, you know, some criminal just because you want to write a certain way. Now remember, if you're writing, that's a part of speech, right? And the Constitution mm-hmm. actually protects the speech. You see what I'm saying? And especially if what you're saying has a, has a, has a political... Don't protect it. Don't make, you know, less sentence. You know, the whole purpose... Um, 
Okay. So we're we're, we're saying to our listening audience, they've got to come back next Tuesday. Because we definitely want to finish this dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Essential. Sounds good. And so how can you say it with prepositional <laughs> phrases? You want them to come back to episode 192 next Tuesday. Right, 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 right. Okay. For the for the weeks for the next week's episode, right, of the exceptional scribble show is with this uh special asking uh, by this MC of the listeners, right? Mm-hmm. For a for a for a following um, of this show with the next week's episodes for the further examples of this quantum grammar style by this MC and poetess Sage and Jonathan. All right, I like that. That was with a twist. Something different. Yeah, it took a second actually to get it all out there, but it was correct. If you go back and listen, hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. No doubt. Yes, thank you so much. You 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 did it again. You always know just what to say, and 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 you make sure that there are no blank spaces, and we have our periods and our T's crossed, our eyes dot, and all that good stuff. So. Thank you again, Donaldson. Yeah. The Duke. One quick, There's a lot of hats you wear. <clears throat> oh, you notice? Let me ask you this real quick question. You were trying to connect me with uh, with somebody, this woman, right, who did some promotions. And there was this other dude, too, you were trying to connect me with. I have been so out of it. And my phone, actually, I've been changing phones, too. Uh, mm-hmm. So some of, the, some of the numbers get lost. And I, I lose track of the actual um, messages that you send. Um, oh, okay. Would you mind? Would you mind if, if we had an actual phone call conversation one like maybe soon, so this way I could actually talk to you directly, and and then we wouldn't have to go through the medium of the of talk show, uh, and then we can no actually problem. talk about yeah, that'd be good. Um, I definitely want us to um engage in a phone conference. I would like us to set something up if we can for this Saturday. Um. Mhm. And it would, um, that would be Excellent. the best time for me and the other party. I know Saturdays yeah. work best for them. Um, so yeah. So we'll um I'll network with you. Oh, you're trying and, to get with her? Uh, okay. Inbox message you. you all that detail because I'm gonna correspond with them first uh, tomorrow and then get back to you by no later than Friday. Excellent. Let's do that. Let's do that because you know what? I actually have a videographer who's trying to get with me right now and like mm-hmm. and shoot the videos. He's looking for a shot list. He wants to know where we're gonna shoot at and all that. We're gonna get all lined up. We're gonna get a nice little video. I got somebody to Excellent. do the editing and all that. And uh, okay. hopefully we get a nice little video going and we can um, we can begin to set up an internet presence for the Donalds in Flow Time or actually, you know, for Qantas. Quantum grammar or quantum grammar, whichever one. But point being, flow time is nice. 
slow time is nice. But the whole thing, my love, I definitely want to connect with these people that you have been turning me on to. Why? Well, first of okay. all, I just want to make sure that I fulfill the, my end of the bargain with you and that I just follow up on these, these things. So I don't want to oh. miss it. Now, I can email you the um, contact information because I'm sure I still have it in my folder, my mm-hmm. sent folder, and I'll just retrieve it and then send it again to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because yeah, I, if you send it to me again, I'll just search for you in my email and we'll find out what's going on with that and uh, we'll do that. But also, this Saturday... It's a good thing. Let's let's correspond. I'll I'll message you via messenger or whatever, or I can even call you via that, and then we'll uh, we'll connect this Saturday. That's a good thing to do. Right. I, I think it's okay. a great idea. We'll definitely do that for Saturday for the conference. Cool. Yeah. And I'll you know give you all the details on uh, no later than Friday. It right. May I also want to say it depends on how how soon I get the confirmation from another party of their availability. Well, I'll just be expecting to have a conversation with you on Saturday at some point, okay? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Okay. Let me just say one other thing real quick to everybody out there. Sky Ski Rio, I want to say what's up to Master Scribe, also Warriors, Queen Supporter, anyone else that I'm forgetting, you know, all the Patriot uh, mythologists out there and all the uh, Patriots out there, the real ones, you know, they're doing the thing. You know, keep on doing what you're doing. We're gonna we're gonna keep on doing what we're doing on this end, and you know, uh, just keep just keep coming back to the show. Exceptional scribble, we're keeping it right, and we're yes, keeping indeed. it tight. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard from the Duke on this show's panel, and I, the Duchess, stays the poet and host. Want you to know that we want you to come back now. You hear? So next week, <laughs> Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's the same broadcast. The Exceptional Scribble Show, just a new feature artist in the spotlight and a new topic, a fresh topic and a new focus. Join us and find out what you need to know. We love you. And to all the indie independent artists out there, we are your friend. Link up with us. We have a fan page on Facebook. All you have to do is do a search under the show's name, The Exceptional Scribble Show. Like our fan page, comment, and we will correspond with you. Inbox, message us, and we will correspond with you. Don't forget, we're there. We have a presence there, and we are on Twitter. Exceptional Scribble is there. Feel free to email me, the host, if you have any interest in being a feature artist in the spotlight, you can simply send an email to ExceptionalScribble at Yahoo.com. I repeat, ExceptionalScribble at Yahoo.com. I am always interested in featuring on this channel and platform an artist, an indie or independent artist. You can be a spoken word artist a poet, you can be a published author, or a lover of words, yes, a wordsmith, but if that is what you fancy, and if you have credit in doing such, we need the world to know who you are, this is your platform, the stage is created with your mind, 
LinkedIn. Again, the email is exceptionalscribble at yahoo.com. And just put in the subject area an author, a spoken word artist, whatever your hang title is. Just put it in there so that I can properly address you when I send a reply. Good health and happy writing to all the literary artists under the sound of my voice. Never put your pen down. Write, write, write. There's much to write about. Thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.